The force is with you, young Sky. Oh, it references like another whoa, whoa. But you are not a Jedi yet. It's from last year's. That's how I get the last year's rankings. And last year's position rankings. How long does it take you? Days. <laughs> not like, not really. Like, it didn't take you. It didn't take me that long. I worked on it over the course of a few days because I would like find something and I'd be like, oh, I want to add this. <laughs> no, I had a blast working on it. Welcome back to Totally Talking Sports, episode 95. Uh, we're going to be talking some college football, but mainly going over uh, week one of the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, week one of the NFL, we're gonna be making our, our picks. We're going oh, over Casey Bones followed us. NFL top one hundred. We uh, we're gonna be, Casey like I said, talking about college football. Uh, it was a I fun, so. electric, actual week one for <laughs> college football. So. so it should be should be a fun episode. Uh, lots happened. Lots happened right now. It's the best time of the year. Uh, before we get into anything though, Kyle, how you been? I've been good, dude. Hey, shout out to Casey Bones. I'm pretty sure that's Casey Rudd. Um, known that dude since Any like third grade. Relation to Paul, dude. I hope so. Casey, are you related to Paul Rudd? Yeah, just go ahead and type that in any, there. Any Paul Rudd. Um, my Siri popped up. It doesn't even have to be yeah, the Paul my Rudd. Siri popped up. There we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just any Paul Rudd. Uh, that would be awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. Dude, I've been good. Um, fucking, it's uh, life's been crazy busy. I don't remember what I did last Friday. Nice. Um, but Saturday was a. Oh, I went over and helped um, set up for the celebration of life and everything on Friday. And then got back. Oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I can't remember. And I was like, and then got my asshole waxed. You blocked that out. That's what right. happened on Friday. Oh yeah, I was my like, cousin, my cousin's name happen. Paul. Yeah, is his last name Rudd though? Is yeah, it's got, got, yeah, it's it also has me. to be Rudd. Yes, sir. No, ha ha. Yes, cousin, sir. This is Casey Rudd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's not related to the Paul <clears> Rudd. My cousin is named Paul, though. Is your cousin's last name Rudd? I need to know this information. It, yeah. If it, if and it if it is, can we have him on the podcast? Dude, just, just Paul, cause, Rudd, dude. Paul Rudd on the podcast. Yeah. And that's what we'll title it. Dude. Clickbait it for days. Casey, come on. You really need to pull through for me on this one, <laughs> buddy. Um, but yeah, uh, <clears throat> got our assholes waxed. Um, Damn. Yeah, it hurt. It hurt. Um I wouldn't say it was as painful as what we were expecting. Yeah, they thought they were going to have bloody assholes. I did, and everybody made fun of me, apparently. Amanda has told so many people, yeah, he thought he was going to be bleeding from his asshole, and everybody's like, what the fuck, why? And I'm like, well, dude, I never knew how bad it was going to be. So, um, but yeah, so that was fun. Um, you know, we, we finally did it. We finally did our punishment from last season, from when we tied. Hey, we got um, it done before the season started. Yeah. That's all that mattered. We did say if we, if, we, if we didn't, we were going to have to get a tattoo of Logan's choice, and that pretty much put a fight underneath our ass. Uh, we, <laughs> we had a date 30 seconds after that was said. So um, so that worked. Um, Saturday was a celebration of life. Um, it was beautiful. Um, it was great. Uh, tons of food, um, a lot of family and drinks and everything, so everybody had a good time. And then Sunday, I don't even remember, dude. Something happened on Sunday, because I know we were busy again. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Sunday, um, went and did something. I went to a rib cook-off, and then went over to my buddy's house, played board games, drank all night. Um, and then Monday, um, we came over here. Oh, I had a draft Sunday night, and then we came over here um, at like 3 o'clock for Tim's. We got pizza, wings. Um, we did Tim's draft, 
and then we did my draft 17 hours later, it felt like. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I walked away with three pretty good teams, in my opinion. And then last night, um, so I, I don't know if you guys remember or not, so Kona deals with anal gland issues, mm-hmm. right? So every now and then they get, like, full or whatever, and so they have to go get expressed. They're going to have to get expressed because <clears throat> not only did our AC not kick on at all last night, so I constantly kept breaking up I've in sweat. a lot of people saying that. <clears throat> yeah, that people's tur- AC energy, turned off. And, and the energy's like... Set your uh, the text I got today was like set your uh, AC to seventy eight or higher from yeah. like five to eight for the next three days and I was like you know You're what's funny wrong. Is I'd we rather... have the older things so we never got that we don't have to worry about it so uh, we're cruising in here yeah. okay well score for you yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I don't if my, I'd rather have my AC go out and have it just be nice in my apartment and then when it goes out be like guess I'm dealing with this now. Yeah. You know, as opposed to, like, just living in 78 degrees. No, it's, it's absolute hell. Absolute hell. Um, so I kept waking up in sweats. Um, Kona's anal glands started acting up, and the odor um, was so pungent. Yeah. Um, to where I would wake up from the smell of it. Um, Kiva kept walking up and cuddling my face and trying to get me to cuddle her at 3 in the morning. Amanda hears a loud bang. <clears throat> goes, hey, I think Kiva knocked something over. So she gets up, goes to check. She goes, I didn't see anything. She goes, that's so weird. It sounded like something hit the washing machine, like that loud. And I was like, dude, I'm fucking dead asleep. I would have heard something. You know, so I thought maybe it was a person upstairs. Um, she goes to the bathroom like 10 minutes later because she couldn't fall back asleep. Our shower, like, pole caddy thing, you know, I don't know if you guys have them, where they, like, they, like wedge them in with a spring yeah. in between the roof and the tub. Um. We've had that for like seven years. Um, apparently, completely rusted out, snapped in half, um, and loaded our entire fucking like uh, tub with all of our like bottles of shampoo, soaps, and just shards of rust everywhere. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. So I woke up um, at that was like four thirty, and man is like went to go pick something up, and I was like, dude, just go back to sleep. I was like, I'm waking up. I have to shower. I'll clean it up before I go. She's like, you sure? And I was like, yeah. Wake up at. 7.30, supposed to wake up at 6.30, kept snoozing my alarm, had no idea. Um, very upset when I saw that I still had to clean that, which didn't be able to shower for work. So got little to no sleep last night, so today's been rough, um, but the new guy started. He's cool. Um, and now we're here, boys. Nice. Now we're here. So it's been a long week. Sounds like it. Tim, how about you, buddy? Uh, I've been all right. Uh, Friday, got my ass why I asked. It wasn't as bad as I thought, but uh, Jesse... Afterwards, the girl did look at Jesse and then looked at Kyle and said, "You're getting it way easier than what I got." Um, so yeah, not- she was she was doing Picasso strokes in my cheeks. Uh, Jesse was just blobbing it in there. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's fine, you know. If anything, it grew us closer. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then that's fair. What Saturday? It's one of those things. I tell you, dude. I don't know. I tell you, I, have no I don't idea. know. I don't know. I did something Saturday. You were busy Saturday. I remember that. <clears throat> your, your sister. Oh, yeah. It was my little sister's like birthday weekend, so we went and saw Bullet Train, uh, which was a fun action movie. Um, giggles and then just a lot of action. So yeah. that was good. Then we went over to BJ's for lunch, um, which was you know pretty decent. BJ's isn't bad. Um, and then after that... Um, Oh, I just came home and did a bunch of homework. And then we went to the Aces game um, at night. And guess how the Aces won? 
Uh, two-run walk-off home run in the bottom of the ninth with two outs. Sick. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, so that was really cool to see. <clears throat> and it was Harry Potter night, too, right? Yeah, it was Harry Potter night. Uh, I mean, they just did like some fun like little games on the field in between innings. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like yeah. crazy. Uh, but I got like a brown butter beer. That was like the theme nice. drink mm-hmm. of the night. Um, which is, it wasn't beer. It was just alcohol. But um, it was like something with some butterscotch, a little core, and cream soda, whipped cream and caramel on top. It was pretty, pretty yummy. Yeah. That sounds delicious. Yeah. And then Sunday went over to Jesse's parents' house where they kind of like did their own rib pickoff thing. Uh, Jesse's mom essentially just went and picked up a bunch of racks of ribs. And then we just had a shit tonight. It was just a feast. Um, so that was cool. And then Monday went and golfed with Chad in the morning with um, Haley's uh, dad is in town uh, and Chad's dad's in town uh, because Haley or Chad proposed to Haley and Haley said yes. So congrats, Chad. Um, very awesome. And we are happy for you. So happy. Yeah. Congrats, Chad. Uh, but I, we were golfing and uh, me and Chad's soon-to-be father-in-law were tied after nine and I played a bad front nine. I shot 46. And I looked, and I—I I mean, he played pretty good. It's not like I played like really bad. It just like it was just a bunch of silly mistakes. Got a couple yeah. d- double bogeys that should have just been bogeys. I got a few bogeys that I felt like should have been pars, but my putting was not there. Um, but then I went into the back nine and said, "No more of this, old man. I'm gonna put your dick in the dirt. No more fucking around." And I absolutely killed it on the back nine. I got a birdie and an eagle. Um, I had a short par putt on 18 to shoot. Uh, 36 on the back, missed it. So I thought shot a 37, but I was really happy with that back nine, man. I was playing, I was playing unbelievable. Oh, absolutely, sounds like it. If my, I shot a 37, I would my, fucking come it, in my pants. It was 16 on the lakes. So I had like 230 in, hit my five wood. I thought it airmailed the green. Got up there and I had like a 10 foot downhill putt, um, and I sank it in, sank, sunk it in on the side. I was like, oh no, I'm gonna miss it, I'm gonna miss it, and then it fell. Um, so that one felt really good. Um, and then, yeah, Monday night, came back home, and I was pretty exhausted, but I rallied um, and then drafted. And I thought my the two drafts went pretty well, um, for me, at least. Uh, in Kyle's league, I don't necessarily like my team too much, but I did have I do have Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, so that makes me happy. Yeah. That's, yeah. You know. <laughs> it's, a solid, it's a solid combo. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we'll see. Usually when I feel good about a team, uh, that team's going to finish in last. Yep. Um, so I'm expecting to get last place in both leagues. Um so, other than that, Logan, how you been? Uh, I've been fine. Uh, nothing really much since uh, since we last had the podcast, other than uh, what's kind of already been mentioned. Uh, Saturday, I just watched college football all day. I Brittany's words at nine forty five were every year. I don't. It was something along the lines of like it's like every year I'm not like as grateful for the time when there's no sports as I should be. <laughs> it was about 45 minutes into the Michigan game. I don't care about Michigan, but I had them on my card. And so I was in invested. Yeah. Uh, and they were playing Colorado State. And that's all you need to know about why she was not, like, upset, but she was like, God, I, I can't wait for, like, four months from now. <laughs> um, Did you say, oh, no, the NBA will be going on? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's, what, that's why she meant, like, she's like, there's a, this blissful period. When there's no sports, and I was like, "Yeah, that was like three weeks ago," and she's like, "Yep, I should have been more happy than hey, I was. two months out of the year." She's good. That's her. I think so. <laughs> right? Well, yeah, NBA. Depend- well, dip- well, I mean, sports are going on at all times. It's just depending on whether or not you're watching it. Like I, base- I've got, baseball. I've got it back. I don't watch baseball. Got <clears throat> it back from like I used to like have like fucking any sport I could on. Um, 
you know, did not matter. Give time me something. Of yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like, that's that's too much. Italian women's volleyball. It's too much. Yeah, yeah. Gorgonzola. Like something Igor Gorgonzola. Gorgonzola dude. Dude. Uh, but so yeah, Saturday I just watched the games all day. Um, obviously watched the Oregon game. Brittany had an open house, and she left the open house, and I was I was like, I I don't I don't want to do anything <laughs> ever. <laughs> football's on. Yeah. Well, well not, no, not, not even football's on. I was, it was, we were losing. Oh, she was, right. she came, her open house ended at three. So oh, okay. So she came in. It was fourth quarter. Well, at least she didn't really hear you yelling. She saw you. Oh, I know. I stopped yelling on the couch. I, I stopped yelling after the first half. Well, yeah, first half. Um, but yeah, no, she called me and I, and I told her the score at that point. It was, oh, and she called it, it was 42 to three. Um, and that, and that's why I said, and she just went, her, it was like the saddest I've heard Brittany, like, around me like involving me directly and she's like oh no <laughs> and i was like yeah it's yeah that's yeah that's where we're at right now she's like no and then she's gonna and suck. then you know i was in that downward spiral of like being so angry that like i stopped like yelling but i'm still very mad and she's like well like you know they're, they're weren't you didn't you say they were playing like the third best team and i'm like yeah that no, and then I told her every single thing that I was like, I can take nothing from this game, though. And we'll talk about it when we get there. But I was like, every single thing, I was like, I I don't know how I'm supposed to have any positives from this game. <laughs> There's not a single one. She's like, but they're really good. And I was like, yeah, yeah we're goal. really bad. Uh, so that was my Saturday. And then I lost all my bets. So oh, yeah. not all of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a parlay. So, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, you lose one, you lose them all. Yeah. But I mean, you hit on some of them. I hit on two of my five. Nice. Yeah, so you got your ass kicked on Saturday. Yeah, I got my ass kicked on Saturday. The only team, yeah, you know, and I had Ohio State, and I think they, I think they would have covered if I would have known they were missing Julian Fleming, and then also Jackson Smith and Jigba got hurt like the first quarter, and I was like, well, that doesn't help. Um, uh, yeah, Alabama was like the only team. Alabama and Michigan were two teams that covered for me. Everybody else, I hate you. Uh, <laughs> And then Sunday I didn't do anything. Sunday I uh, played Red Dead Redemption. Nice. One, or, one or two. Two. Um, just walking around shooting people in the face. Yeah, just hog tying <laughs> people, dragging them behind the horse, <laughs> throwing them on the railroad tracks, <laughs> having, watching having, them burn, having dude. a blast, you know. <laughs> Light them with a Molotov. Uh, were you so, like role playing that you were in Georgia? <laughs> yeah, I wish. Yeah, just murdering no, everybody Kirby Smart. in that state. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, Monday, obviously, came over here. Well, Monday, Brittany and I painted. Nice. Painting, not good. <clears throat> no. Showed you guys. No, I thought it was decent. It was, it's a lot, it's, no, it's supposed to be trees, but okay, it was okay. a lot of just random dots. Now, was it Brittany's Yours very was good? Fall, Brittany's, Brittany's was spring. Was, yeah, Brittany's was better than mine, but also we looked back on it, and we f- were following like a TikTok video that's like, oh, this is like step-by-step, like pretty simple painting that you can do. And we were like, yeah. And then we looked back at it, and we were like, oh, for the leaves, we, sh- we were supposed to do like just bunches you may make it look like branches of leaves. Yeah, we just did like a straight line across the canvas of, <laughs> of dots. <laughs> we we're like, oh, that's why it doesn't look like leaves. Yeah. So uh, we've learned for next time. Though. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then came over here. Obviously had our drafts. I hated my team in uh, Tim's League, and I love my team in Kyle's League. Um, so they'd probably flip about week three. You know, I'm sure <clears throat> just like you guys said. The team I love will not do good. The team I I hate probably overperform all of my expectations. Yeah. Um, and then uh, went home, and I had a rough night last night. Not like from alcohol or anything, but 
I apparently have like really bad allergies now. I haven't <clears> for like I didn't didn't have this last year. Yeah, I haven't had it the first twenty one years of my life. But my allergies fucking kicked my ass last night, and I had a decent amount of alcohol in me. Yeah, that I was dying in bed. I I, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't breathe. <laughs> uh, I was yeah. It was it was not pleasant. But I finally went to sleep. Uh, and uh, got like a three or four hours of sleep, and then went to work today. And it was a little busy because long weekend, so everyone comes in today. Uh, but it was only busy like the morning, and then it died, and it was painfully slow. Also, the AC doesn't work in my branch, but only for my area, like <laughs> where like where the tellers are. The rest of the branch is fine, but like where we are, it doesn't work. Uh, guy was supposed to come out and fix it, didn't. So that's fun. What an that asshole. Is, that is not good. He tried to come on Saturday, and he was like, yeah, it's a five-hour job. And my manager was like, it's 1 o'clock, or it was 11 o'clock. So we close in an hour. No. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> she kicked him out, and I don't think he came back today. I think maybe maybe he got mad at her, but who am I to say? I don't know. Um, so it was just like a hot, weird, <clears throat> boring, but also kind of busy day today. Um, and I'm just excited to have some ribs after this. So... <laughs> uh, I, I did go home and, and eat some uh, like food that Brittany warmed up. I didn't need to, but yeah, but you know, you, you went for it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, other than that, I'm doing 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 just dandy. Uh, so why don't we jump into some Kyle's slash everybody's sports news we did not know we cared about? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. I mean, we'll start out with NFL like Kyle always does. Yep. Uh, I only got like one little point, but it's Mike Tomlin confirms Mitch Trubisky as Pittsburgh Steelers starting quarterback. Sure. Rookie Kenny Pickett as his backup. Uh, yeah, sure. I think Mitch Trubisky can help him win some games. Uh, again, I don't think they're going to be a playoff team, but um, I think they'll go above 500. You know, so. Yeah, it's, it's Mike Tomlin. So yeah. I'm sure they will. Um, I do have him winning like four games, but. Yeah, you know, I'm you sure. Have, you I'm, have winning I'm sure. I think I took him eight and nine and took him nine and eight. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they'll win more than four, <clears throat> but that's just where I have them. Uh, my only other thing is that the Bears are finally, like, actually announcing their new stadium. They're planning to build a best-in-class dome, which I hate because you're Chicago. Yeah, and it's supposed, supposed to be the Windy be, City. It's supposed to be Windy City, and it's, all, well, it's also just supposed to be, like, it's Chicago. It snows there, and it snows fucking hard. Like, it's hard weather. That's supposed to be an advantage for your team. I don't know. And it's supposed to be fun. I love when it's snowing. Yeah, I don't know why. There's so many teams that like have just started doing it where they're like, "Yeah, it's tough weather. Tough weather, and uh, we we could just use that to our advantage as a team that plays in it all the time. And then a team comes here, maybe we get a win out of it. No, we just want to play in like a 72 degree AC weather regulated dome. I would cry if they made Lambeau a dome. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, like, that would be a travesty. Like, yeah. Th- yeah, like Lambo, Soldier Field, you know, another one of those. Um, I guess M&T Bank. That used to be a dome, right? And then the dome collapsed from the snow. <laughs> Shocker. That was nature saying, like, open stadium. Open the door. Um, <laughs> yeah. So now they have a regular stadium. Uh, I don't know. I just don't like any of the, like, just... I don't know because and they do the whole thing where it's like oh well we can open it whenever we want to and it's like right and then the second it rains you close it yeah so it's not like you're actually gonna leave it open for yeah, like, you're, you're and, only gonna open it if it's a seventy two degree and day. I under, <laughs> and I understand it for like concerts you know if you're also having like concerts in that in that venue understood to have a dome over yeah, it but during football season it should stay open yeah you all just leave the time. it open but they won't they won't ever do it it's fucking no. annoying 
Uh, so yeah, I, I just uh, I, I don't know exactly where they're building it, but it's like uh, let me see, it's Arlington Park. I don't know what that where that is. Yeah, I don't know. But it's not exactly in the same place as Soldier Field, so. I don't know if that means anything. Are they just going to fucking demolish Soldier Field? I don't think the Bears had enough money to do that. <laughs> like, the whole new stadium? Well, a lot of times they teams will get funding from, like, fucking... <coughs> the city? Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is kind of fucking bullshit. Yeah. Especially because they didn't ask for it. Yeah, we're like, no, you, know? you, you had at, one. At least with, like, Vegas, you know? It was yeah, like, we're a getting fan, a football though, team. You're like... Fuck yeah, dude. At least yeah, my taxes take, are doing something. It, yeah. <laughs> I, I would be fine with it. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm fine with it with, like, the Raiders getting their, their stadium. I was like, okay, taxes are going to that. It's fine. It's a nice stadium. It's like, at least I know what they're going Nevada, to. Nevada gets an NFL team. It's solid. Um, I'm sure Brittany could not give a single fuck about it. Yeah, She's probably right. like, I don't... Anything else. Please. She's like, I'd rather not have a Nevada team. Yeah. <laughs> and not pay more in taxes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, good for the Bears, I guess. Um, other than that, yeah, I don't. It, it nothing for NFL outside of the upcoming games. Yeah. What about you? Kyle, you got anything for NFL? Nope. Okay. Right. NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Philadelphia 76ers <coughs> add Montrez Harrell on a two-year, five-point-two million-dollar deal. Uh, I think that'll definitely help out the 76ers bench. But you know, Embiid's backup, I guess. Yeah. Uh, not. I don't think it's a bad move. They got, got B-ball Paul. I'd rather have B-ball Paul out there. It's Paul Reed. Guy's a stud in summer league and G League. Okay, and maybe we'll see him. Fucking B-Ball Paul, dude. All right. What a, what a sick nickname. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What else you got? B-Ball Paul, dude. Uh, Donovan Mitchell trade. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, it's huge. Uh, Cavaliers sent Lori Markinen, rookie wing, Ochai Abogji. Mm-hmm. If I said that wrong, right? Probably not. Pretty good. Uh, guard that. Colin Sexton, three unprotected first-round picks, and two pick swaps in between those uh, first-round picks. Yeah. So that's... Uh, that's five first round picks. They they gave up Bam. the house. And yeah. and I think the Cavs are worse now. <laughs> I don't think they're worse, but I don't think it makes them that much better. Like Colin Sexton didn't do anything. They now have a starting backcourt that is super good. Like Colin Sexton is so fun because he does super athletic shit and like it's pretty cool. It's wacky. Yeah, wacky. Yeah, and he like plays very intense. And, like, wacky. Yeah, but he's not amazing. Um, and he was in that area where it's like they didn't want to pay him. So making this deal where you get Darius Garland and Darius Garland can actually be a true point guard now that he has Donovan Mitchell, who can be a, this number one scoring option. They still have Evan Mobley um, alongside. They didn't have to give up Jared Allen, so they still have like t- a twin tower situation with their four and five. Um, it, like it, it's fine, I, but like five first round draft picks is a lot. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. I just, I, don't, I can't. I couldn't justify. There's a few guys you can justify giving up like five first round draft picks for. But the, I don't the, think. I think. I think three the was f- good. The flip side the is pick swaps don't make any sense to me. That doesn't make any sense. It's just like because they can't technically give up like five first round draft picks, which they. Would have probably given up just like four actual draft well, yeah, picks. Well, yeah, but, but then my my argument for the Jazz would be like, oh, okay, so we're expecting to be way better than the Cavs, and we're expecting in twenty twenty six and twenty twenty eight for no, the so, Cavs to have a lottery pick. Well, you and, no, so that's <laughs> the point of the pick swap is it's right. you swap the best pick. So if your pick is worse, you don't get their draft pick. But so instead of it being like, so like next year, I don't think it's next year, but like say three years from now, 
the Cavs are the the Jazz are going to have their pick and the Cavs pick. Yeah. That next year, it's going to be either the Jazz pick or the Cavs pick, which everyone's better goes yeah. to the Jazz. Okay. And the worst one goes to Cleveland. Oh, okay. So they technically only get three first-round draft picks, but they have potential to move up in the draft okay. in two other drafts, yeah. which won't happen because the Cavs are going to be a better team than the Jazz. The Jazz went full rebuild mode, which I, I'm, I actually can very much appreciate it. It's a very Danny Ainge move of it's probably going to pay off for them, and in two years they're going to be like the third seed in the West. Because like that's just who Danny Ainge is, um, especially with all these picks he got. Six months from now, he's gonna flip half those picks and get fucking Kevin Durant when he wants out again. You know, like not really, but like yeah. he's gonna do something crazy like that and get like two or three stars with all these draft picks, and everyone's gonna go fuck. Yeah, he played everybody. Uh, <laughs> my thing with the picks is that like Cleveland's gonna be a decent team. They're gonna be a pretty good team. Like they're probably gonna be at worst like five seed in the East. With like this young core, and they're only going to get better over the next however many years. So these picks are six years from now. That's where these draft picks are. Six years from now, you have Darius Garland, who's going to be in his like eighth or ninth year. He's going to be an all. He's already an all star. He's going to still be an all star. Evan Mobley is going to be an all NBA level player, and you still have Donovan Mitchell. Where he's going to be at in six years, probably <clears throat> not exactly where he's at now, but not like too far below that. Um, they're still going to have a solid team. And it's going to be probably better than what the Jazz have. So, like, those picks are fine, and I understand why they were like, okay, well, you're going to have to give up, like, five of them because they're not going to be that valuable, yeah. most likely. Yeah. But it's fine. I, I don't think either team lost the trade. Um, it's going to be – it's a trade that we're going to have to look back at <clears throat> six years from to now. To see who yeah. won. It's just like the Nets-Celtics trade when they sent KG and Paul <laughs> Pierce and you know, everybody to the Nets, and everyone was like <laughs> – Celtics got fleeced. This is awful. And then five years later, it was like, oh, the Celtics had the second best record in the East and the third overall pick in the draft because of this trade. So, no, they didn't lose. Yeah. Same thing. I have no idea what it's going to look like until those picks actually convey and we see how good the Cavs are and how bad the Jazz are. So, uh, I don't, again, I don't know if anyone won or lost. I just think it is a lot to give up for a solid all star level two guard. Yep. Uh, I, don't, I don't have anything else, really, for NBA. Oh, I do. Just kind of a, a funny note. Um, U.S. basketball team blows out Venezuela 101-49. to 49. You know what's crazy? <laughs> Guess how many NBA players are on that team. I think it's like one or two. Yeah, it's probably zero, if I had to take a guess. No, I was like reading some of the names, and they, I thought some of them were... On like an actual NBA roster, but it could be just D League teams. It's probably it's probably G League teams. There's maybe like one guy, maybe like one young guy. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like we don't start, we don't put anybody that plays in the NBA in these games. Like <clears throat> the Euro League is going, or like the Euro Euro Basket. I yeah, think Giannis Antetokounmpo scored forty one for Greece. Yeah, he also kind of hurt his knee, so but he came back and yeah. he scored forty one. Yeah, um, and like that's the thing, Euro Basket. Like Luca's playing, Jokic is playing, Giannis is playing. In America, it's like I'm not fucking playing against Brazil. I don't I, like no. I'm not do, like Kevin Durant's not playing. LeBron's not playing. They're like I. Yeah. I would rather not do anything this offseason. Yeah, Another so the, the, fun the, fact is that the halftime took 48 hours. Oh yeah, the yeah. Stadium uh, took a shit on them, um, and I think I saw that U.S. was up like 50 something to 20. 48 to 21. <laughs> when play was stopped, uh, but the Americans then beat Panama on Monday, while Venezuela beat it uh, beat Mexico. 
So on Tuesday for the three team tiebreaker, America needed to win by seven. <laughs> they won by fifty two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know, dude. It's it's a bunch of backups and guys that don't play in the league anymore, and <clears throat> we still kick everybody's ass. It's, it's, yeah. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Uh, and then for MLB, I just thought we'd go over power rankings real quick. Dodgers first one of ninety wins, uh, sitting at sitting in first. Um, Yankees dropping all the way down to six now. Um, other notable moves. Um, I have to scroll down pretty far for you guys. I apologize. Uh, Red Sox at 17. They moved up from one from last week. Fuck yeah, we did. We beat uh, the Rangers like three times. So. Yeah, and then Angels, you guys are sitting at 21 still. Could be worse, though. You know, you could be Let's the go. Washington Nationals. Shoei hit, uh, hit a home run the other night. <clears throat> Last night? Yeah, he's at like 31 now or 32. Cool. It's not 54, but it's cool. I mean, first uh, player in history to ever have 10 wins and over 30 home runs. He didn't do that last year? I don't think he had 10 wins. Uh, yeah, because he... I was broke, like, he definitely got Yeah, Yeah, because yeah, he broke Babe Ruth's record with something, but... Okay. Uh, and then I have one little signing for NHL that uh, you can at least give me some insight on here. Vancouver Canucks signed leading scorer JT Miller to a seven-year, $56 million contract, which sounds pretty hefty for NHL. I, I know, know there's bigger contracts out there, but, I mean, it's just nice to see at least someone making <coughs> over seven mil in the NHL. No, I know. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing, dude, is it always just throws me for a loop because I'm like, you see these fucking triple-digit, you know, hundreds of million dollar deals in NBA and basketball and baseball. But, and baseball. But it's the same thing like women's basketball. Hey, we want to get paid more. Well, nobody watches you. You know, there's nowhere near. If, if, I, had, if I had to take a guess on percentage, I would say 20%. Like NHL has one fifth of the viewership that the NFL has. Something like that, probably. You know, it might be higher. I might be lowballing it, but I think the NHL has gotten a lot more viewing <laughs> in the past couple years for sure. It has, and I think, and I think that we have exciting. a direct correlation to that. I'm just saying, if they've seen an increase in the last two years, and we started, you know, two years ago. Yeah, Mr. Black Darkness six six six. This podcast is so <clears throat> interesting and educational. Well, thank you, Mr. Black Darkness six six six. Can you drop a follow then? Thank you. So, NHL. <laughs> across ABC, ESPN, and TNT, <clears throat> averaged four hundred and sixty thousand viewers per game. The it's actually way more than I thought. The NBA on ABC package averaged three million viewers per game. So one sixth. So sixteen percent. Yeah. While like while games on ESPN averaged is not sixteen percent. Games on ESPN averaged one point four million. One one sixth isn't sixteen percent. Yeah, it is. It's like sixteen point something. One fifth is twenty. One fourth is, is it seventeen percent? One divided by six. It's close enough. Yeah, it's sixteen point six percent. You yeah. did really good there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't spell dog, but I got numbers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't so know if it's that you can't spell, you can't pronounce. <laughs> so on ESPN, though, just on ESPN, it, it's fair. like three times as much. So. Again, but to your point, it's it's significantly lower. And yeah, so that that makes sense as to why you know we don't see those huge deals. But um, I mean, yeah, way in like merchandise stuff too. Like the NBA has so <laughs> many other deals, and like I don't know one person. That's not true. I know two people that have hockey jerseys. Yeah, hockey jerseys, um, just I like shirts, fuck ton shirts for their NBA, teams. Yeah. You know, anything like that. Like, <clears throat> um, 
I don't know. Even like the league pass stuff, you know, I'm I'm, I'm sure there's way more people that have NBA league pass so they can watch any then basketball center game. Ice. Yeah, they yeah. have center ice. Like 100. Yeah. percent So I mean, yeah. Hey, so I mean, yeah. Good job to you. I mean, the Canucks fucking were dog shit last year, so um, he was one shining piece that they had. So it makes sense to really lock him down. Nice. You got anything else for NHL? Um, no, Ducks got uh, Kulikov from the Wild, which I liked a lot. He's a defenseman, so oh, nice. I saw that like a week or two ago. So Good. I was happy about that. But you got anything for oh. NHL or MLB? I didn't really. I just thought power rankings. That's really all that's going on. Yeah, no, NHL. it's not. Yeah, it's just Nothing it's good. we're closing in. Our pools hit six ninety five. So yes, five home runs to go. He's got like twenty six ish games left. He's got to hit one home run every five games. He'll get seven hundred. If he comes back for next season, he'll probably pass Babe Ruth. He'd have to hit 14 home runs. Yeah. You know? Oh, dude. And his last home run, too, for 695? It was a walk-off two-run shot. Dude, cracked it. Not walk and off. literally, yeah, but he he literally walked. Yeah. He, like, cracked it and was just walking. Yeah. He was staring at it. It was. He it, knew it was a fucking no-doubter. It no was doubter. pinch hit, go-ahead, two-run <laughs> shot. Like, I'm sure, if I'm the Cardinals, I'm putting him in every game because I'm sure the pitchers are just fucking feeding him easy pitch. They're like, hit 700 off me. Please. Yeah. I'd be fine with it. Yeah. I don't care if my team loses the... How many games are there in baseball? 164? 162. 162. I don't care if I lose game 158. <clears throat> yeah. Like, it doesn't make a difference yeah. to me, dude. No, dude, you got to fucking rip one off. Yeah. I'm like, absolutely. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. So, yeah. I can't wait to see him do it. I, when he gets to that actual number, like 699, I'm going to be watching every Cardinals game. Just waiting for it. Yeah. But I don't have anything in NHL. Witness history, yeah. Yeah, cool. Uh, I've got a couple things for golf and then a couple and then like uh, two other I put in the other category. Yeah, uh, but see it too, so we'll go. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, I got Dustin Johnson wins the LIV Boston Invitational. First American to win an LIV event. Um, he took takes home a cool $4 million. Jesus. Um, so Yeah, I, I just saw the Instagram video that you tagged us in today. Or was like what him and his wife are doing after he won oh, four mil? Yeah, <laughs> vacuum up a banana and then vacuum up coke. That was <laughs> hilarious. Uh, I laughed. I giggled real hard. <laughs> um, and then Ricky Fowler is dropping his swing coach as he continues to tweak his team and try to get. Yeah, so he, uh, him and his caddy parted ways, Joe Scovern, and that was his caddy since 2009. Uh, so I was kind of shocked to see it. Um, and now he just did it after a win. Ricky Fowler has not won since. Oh, Ricky Fowler. I'm sorry. I was thinking McElroy. Oh, did I say? I, I get them confused I, more the often time. than I should. Ricky Fowler and Rory McElroy? The names Dude. The names alone. And yeah. I, if yeah. I saw pictures, I there's could tell no, them apart. Yeah, there's no reason why. It yeah. just it always happens. Okay. Yeah, but Ricky Fowler, he's, he dropped okay. a swing coach. Uh, That's why I was now, confused. He's going to have a new caddy, new swing coach. Um, so maybe we could see him uh, get, into the, get a top 10 this year. That's my expectations. I yeah, want to see, I want to see two top tens from Ricky Fowler's. Yeah, I would. I would say it's about time. Yeah. Well, he he, he got one top ten shit. last year. It was in well, October. Well, no, I'm saying early. like that he switches stuff up. Yeah. No, it's about yeah, and so you know, he's like 178th in the world right now, and that's just downright terrible, especially for Ricky Fowler, who at one point was number four in the world. Um. So, yeah, about time. Um. And then in my other <coughs> categories. Um, I have American Francis TFO stuns Rafael Nadal yeah. um, in the U.S. Open. Um, so, hey, it's American, though, so good for you. Uh, we're rooting for you. Hoorah, baby. And then uh, Max Verstappen uh, wins the Dutch Grand Prix, Grand Prix for F1. 
Uh, Verstappen is a very comfortable and first place for the Constructors Cup, or I forget, you know, it's like that standings cup that NASCAR does, that golf does, and blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> well, yeah, whatever it is for F1. Um, but, yeah, that's all I have for um, sports other than the UFC. What do you guys have? Uh, so, just had a really big fight night um, for the main event alone. Uh, the rest of the card, uneventful to me. There were some good fights. I I only I was at the celebration because they fucking did this one in the afternoon. They did it in Paris, so it, like yeah. the first fight was at <clears throat> nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah, so I didn't even card. know until all of a sudden I looked down. I was like, "Oh shit, what time are they gonna be starting?" Maybe the early prelim started, and all of a sudden I saw that the main event was next, and I was like, "Oh yeah." So yeah, I had that. It one. was yeah because it was in Paris for Cyril Gan. You know, get him a <clears throat> get him an event in his home. Uh, the re- the rest of the card though, I mean, it was a lot of decisions, and then there was one knockout. That's cool. All of the other decisions, I mean, it was 30-27, 30-27, 29 The second fight on the card looks like it was good. It was 29-28, 29-28, 29-29. So there you go, you know. Battle, huh? That one was good. And then the knockout, and then <clears throat> um, unanimous, and then unanimous for where Arbor Whitaker over Vittori. Yeah, um, smashed him again. Yeah, absolutely smashed him again. Um, almost uh, over doubled the significant strikes, um, tripled it to the head. Uh, got his only takedown, had ground control. No, there was no ground control. He got his only takedown and then did nothing with it, but neither did Vittori. So pretty boring fight. Main event, though, was fucking amazing. Did you see the highlights from it? I, I, I watched it. Yeah. So good. So good. Dude, I loved <laughs> Not it. Not what I was expecting. I loved it because... Well, so here's... I didn't watch it. Ty only had... Only hit him 29 Oh, times. yeah, but here's the thing. He got hit so many Seven times. Seven of those fucked him up. Though. Yeah, and he got hit so many times and <clears throat> didn't fall down. Like, I don't know if you've seen any of the highlights from it. I saw, it. like, the final, did you see, like, did you see the head kick? Did you see the head kick, though? Cyril Gaon hit Tai Tuivasa with a worse head kick than Leon Edwards hit Usman with. And Tai Tuivasa probably was asleep for a second, I think, on his feet. And then woke up and did not fall down. He, he got hit <clears throat> so hard, and it was like, oh, he's going to fall down any second. And then he was just like back to it, and he was like, whoa, that was a great head kick. Well, and so there was another one, too, where he got caught. And he did like a leg buckle, and then Surreal started to go in, and he just fucking threw a haymaker at him. And like, I was like, oh shit, like I thought he was rocked. And then he's just smiling. He's like, ha ah. So, like, I couldn't tell if he had faked it or not. Yeah. I've seen them <laughs> try do to that. lure him in. <laughs> yeah, because I've seen him like do that before. Um, but there was one spot where, dude, he caught, gone, gone, literally. Went straight back, dropped. He went to go get on him, but then you know he kind of clinched and kind of tried to throw some, and then he was able to recover. Like Gone was out for a second and able to be right back. Um, the biggest thing in this whole fight, two things for me at least. Gone didn't take him down. I thought it was gonna be like a. He only went for one take. <clears throat> yeah, like I thought he was gonna be like, hey, I'm gonna take this guy down. I'm not gonna like risk what he it. did against Ngannou. Yeah. But maybe because it backfired <laughs> so hard against Ngano, he's like, I'm not fucking doing that again. And maybe he was trying to show that he's got stand up now. Like I don't, I don't know. So he stood up and banged the whole time. Maybe he was working on it as like I'm gonna get Ngano next, most likely. Well, no. I don't know. I have no idea what's we, gonna happen. We can get but, into it because that's but, you know that's he he was pro- maybe he was like I'm going up against a guy with one of the heaviest knockout powers in our in the world, yeah. especially in our weight class. 100. percent if I can stand and bang with this guy, take what he has, I, I'm not saying it's the same as what Francis Ngannou throws. 
and Francis Ngannou's is way more technical. But like, if yeah. you could take a couple of those big shots from Tai Tuivasa, if you can land those big shots and finally drop Tai Tuivasa, because we haven't really seen Ngannou get tested for his chin strength, like realistically, mm-hmm. I don't think. So if you can against a guy like Tai Tuivasa hone in that strength, it did take him, you know, almost the full three rounds, but he got it in those without having to go to championship rounds, was able to drop and knock out a guy who has one of the best chins in all the sport. can take a fucking hit for sure. And he, my second thing was the kicks. He threw, in just the third round alone, if I had to take a guess, he probably threw 15 to 18 just straight kicks to his body. Dude, kept going for the solar plexus and the kidney, like the gut, whatever. And just yeah, Ty's got a lot of coverage there. So. Yeah, but but like towards the end, he'd land one and he'd be like, Ugh. and then Gon would just throw another one. And he's like, Ugh. and then he like dropped and he got caught with one. He started stumbling, was able to cover himself, mm-hmm. and then Gon just started kept going, kicking him right in the fucking body. Yeah. And I think that when you want to attack somebody's cardio, you attack their body. Yeah, that's exactly what he did. My favorite thing from the whole fight was just the <clears throat> demeanor between the two fighters. I, I respect fights like this more often when it's a fight between two guys that are at high levels and they don't have any bad blood <clears throat> yep. and they're just like, I am going to have a good time. We're fighting. I don't have any, I don't have any hatred for you. Like we're right. just gonna, you know, we're just going to stand here and bang and I'm going to yeah. throw punches and you land one on me and I'm going to go, Hey, that's a great shot. Right yeah, there. Cause like, they did. They both my, kept laughing. High five. My favorite moment was when Ty like threw, I forgot what exactly he threw. And then he went to like step back cause gone was about to counter and he tripped over his own feet and like stumbled into the cage yeah, and bounced yeah. off it. <laughs> yeah. And not, no one did anything. They both just laughed yeah. and they touched gloves and then they went back to fighting and went back. Yeah. I was like, that's, I respect that. Like <laughs> in any other fight, I imagine, and a guy does that, you try to take advantage of it. But Sirogan's like, also understanding Sirogan is a way better fighter than Taito Iwasa. So he's like, I don't need to win by pouncing on it, this opportunity. Like, Dude, but I can this just this is guy. what blew my mind was that Tuivasa was, and I'm not even gonna say that he was doing this good, but it was that he lasted this long. And I he's think it was because he didn't chin. go to the, yeah. And I think it was because he didn't go to the ground, but like I wasn't expecting him to go three full rounds. With no. Him. And to be fair, like he sh- Ty has shown that he has that kind of chin right when he fought Greg Hardy and he knocked Greg Hardy out. He got hit and almost knocked out two seconds before yeah. he knocked Greg Hardy out. So 100%. It's like, okay, he's got a chin because like that, that shot would have probably knocked out most other guys. And instead, he was able to recover and then knock out Greg Hardy. And then he went on you know, a couple more fight win streak. And it's like, okay, this guy's electric, amazing. He's got a chin. He's got knockout power. That's all fine and dandy. But... Against the top guys in the heavyweight, it's not the same thing. Yeah, right? because like, that was exactly what happened. It was that he was loaded, got kicked, and that's where he caught like the right, and that's where he just got rocked and started stumbling and yeah. got dropped. And yeah, it, it's the, it's the <clears> same <throat> thing with Derek Lewis, right? He beat Derek Lewis, like that's great and all, right? They have the you know they both have the same kind of fighting style where it's like yeah you can knock anybody out and so you can make that ascent because you yeah. go on a three fight win streak and it's and like nobody knows Whoa. your style yeah and it's like you just knock people out yeah. and then you get to the dot against those very very elite fighters and they're like that doesn't work at this level yep. it doesn't work against Nganu. it doesn't work against gone it didn't work <clears throat> against um um miocic. Uh, miocic it didn't work against daniel cormier like he fought a heavyweight right I'm Cormier? Being, yeah, 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 I'm yeah. Stupid. Okay. yeah, double double champ. Yeah. So against those top guys, like that doesn't work. 
But when getting up there, it'll work and it'll get you there and you'll get paid and that's cool. Yeah. I also love that Tai Tuivasa was like, dude, I just want to win this because my kids think I'm not a good fighter because I don't have a belt, but their favorite WWE fighters have belts. <laughs> he's like, so I need a belt so that they know I'm good at fighting. Yeah. <laughs> that's literally what he said before the fight. He was like, I need the belt, not for the money. And when he even said he wants the money, like he was like, I fight for money. I don't fight for the love of fighting. I don't fight for any dumb sh- this he other glory. He's, good he's like, it. I fight because I it's I'm good at it. It's hard for people to knock me out, and I make a lot of money doing this. Yeah. And if I get the belt, I'm gonna make even more money. Yeah. So it's like I would like my kids to think I'm good at fighting, but also I'd like to make you know millions of dollars That's over hilarious. the next few fights. Like Tai how do you not love Tai Tuivasa, right? And and watching this fight, I also got a lot of respect for Cyril Gan for being like understanding so what that fight was. Yeah. It's not I don't need to go out here and show anything against you. I just need to win this fight. I'm way better of a fighter than you. I'm not going to do anything stupid or crazy or start bad blood. I'm just going to beat you and you know, I'm going to beat you and that's fine. Yeah. Let's have a good time. uh, Last thing then. So talks about heavyweight fights. Um, There's talks of John Jones and Miocic in December. Um, They don't know if uh, Nigano will be ready in time. He said 2023 because he's out of shape. Perfect, which makes a lot of sense because I heard he's fat right now. Yeah, he said, I'm out of shape. I need until 2023. But he said, hopefully, early 2023, he'll be back in shape. He'll be ready to go. So if that aligns still, then there is a good chance that it's Miocic and John Jones in December. Winner gets um, uh, Nagano. Yeah. And I'm okay with that because <clears throat> if the fight I, doesn't I, happen, it'll be gone against I was I think, Miocic. so mad that they were just going to give John Jones a title shot for heavyweight. Like that's what was, what was annoying me so much. Now I see it back then. I 100% thought he should have. I was like, I was like, he hasn't fought so long. He hasn't done anything. Like he keeps saying he's going to fight then not fight. I'm like, he, and I know he was the greatest fighter. And if he had not had that break, he had not had that gap. If he hadn't, done cocaine all those times right it yeah, wasn't even like that much it wasn't really performance enhancing it was just he was partying girl, too much yeah. yeah like if he had all the out of outside of fighting stuff gone yeah he probably would have been the greatest ufc fighter of all time i don't even think that would be a question right no because he still talked about it exactly so like if he didn't have all this outside of the octagon issues but with everything involved, I'm like, you can't give a guy after like years in between fights and be like, well, he was so great. I'm like, are we, would you do that for GSP? If GSP decided right now he wanted to come back, you're going to give him a fucking title shot? You probably would. But I was like, first off, Dana would just for the money. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. But like, <clears throat> no, no, realistically. But it's the same, but like more modern. Yeah, it's the same thing with Henry Cejudo. Yeah. He like, wants yeah. to go straight back to a title shot. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, Buddy, you were overrated, bro. Like, yeah, and he was you like, you were good, but calm down. Yeah, it's just the same thing, and especially because yeah. he's, he's also changing weight classes. <coughs> and I know it's only going up one weight class, but still, no, yeah, it's but like still. you're changing weight he classes. Wants you want money. a title shot, and and that's his other argument is he's like, oh, well, you'd make so much money off of it, and it's like, right? But I would rather have the guy that deserves the fucking belt over you get the fight first, yeah. and then if you can win your first fight, like you getting a title shot in two fights is a gift. That is a gift. Yeah. Like you don't be don't be mad because you didn't get on your first fight back. Yeah. Uh, all right, okay. and then uh, we got two seventy nine. I don't care to mention it. Yeah, no, I, I, I the co it's, the it's, two main events are both bad. No, they're terrible. It's yeah, a terrible. Card. Comes out is minus eleven hundred. 
It's stupid. Oh, um, oh my god. Yeah, I mean, throw, yeah, and, then, and then Tony Ferguson. Yeah, and against Li Jingling, sure. Cool. Uh, Kevin Holland. I'm excited yeah, for that fight. That would be the only fight that I would probably care about. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's it. it, it, it it's, I I wish they would have done more with this card, but yeah. I understand 280 and 281 are so good that you're gonna have you're gonna have those cards in yeah. between, and they're gonna be in competition for the two best fight cards of the of the year. Yeah, and they're right after each other, so yeah. it's like of course the one right before that. I'm sure 282 uh, is probably also gonna be pretty bad because what 279 so. September 280 is October. October. 281. No, because December, that's going to be probably the Miocic and John Jones fight. But who knows who else? Maybe they push that to January. You know, I don't know. Regardless, this card is this card. We'll we'll talk about probably how bad Nate Diaz got knocked out or how long he lasted before he got knocked out. Um, I think Comzat's going to play with him. Yeah, probably. Just fucking. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, no one really cares about this this card. But yeah, that's uh, UFC. Uh, any other sports you got? Uh, no, we can just go ahead and go into some college football. Yes. Uh, so let's talk about the expanded playoff first. Uh, so they finally, they, they approved it. So starting at the latest 2026 at the earliest 2024, depending on if they can oh, get, shit. if they can get all the commissioners to agree, um, from all the different conferences, get all those commissioners to agree to just committing to it for 2024. Um, then that's when it'll start. But there's, they're probably not going to do that, especially with all the realignment going on right now. You're going to have USC, 2025. maybe. Uh, like you're going to have USC and UCLA leaving the Pac-12, joining the Big uh, Ten. Yeah. You know, you're going to have. I'm sure Oregon will leave with somebody out of the Pac-12 and join the Big 12 or. I hope it's not the SEC. We'd be dog walked every week, but uh, maybe you know, join the Big Twelve. I think that's perfect for, you, you for Oregon. Be like Wake Forest. Yeah, probably. <laughs> hey, Wake. Well, Wake I Forest. Got, I got Wake Forest, pretty damn good in the ACC last year. Or Vanderbilt. Yeah. No, we're not. We're not going to be as bad as Vanderbilt. <laughs> um, different black and gold school. Um, <laughs> but there's going to be a lot that that goes on with all of that realignment. That I think these commissioners are like, especially if I'm a Pac-12 commissioner, I'm like, I'm not committing to that when. I'm going to have no one in my fucking conference, you know, like that. And that's the other thing is it's like, I don't think in two years, whoever wins the PAC 12 is going to even get a spot as one of the top six conference champions. But, um, they, they approve the expansion to 12 teams. So Timmy thought eight. I think that's what most people thought was going to be eight. I said 16 because I just want all the football. Um, and they met us in the middle. They listened to our podcast. They met us in the middle with twelve. We're really making progress. We really and are. Sense, then you have four conference winners that have a, that can have a, a bye week. week. Yeah, four conference champions. Or you can just do six games and do it like that. But no, I, you can't. You'd have to do bye weeks. Yeah, you can't do yeah. six games because it doesn't work. You can do six games and then have a bye week after that. that yeah, but that's, make any that sense. doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> so I think what the, what what I've seen, what I've read, is that it is going to be top four conference champions get a bye week. And I think the way everyone needs to think about it is not the top twelve teams in the country. You think about it as three groups: the top four conference champions, the next two best conference champions, and then the next six best teams that did not win a conference championship. Yeah. So you have probably the SEC. <clears throat> Big Ten, maybe Big Twelve, and ACC conference champion every season as your top four. Yeah, Usually, maybe like last year, Cincinnati sneaks into that top four. 
you know, and you get a team that isn't from those four conferences, maybe a Pac-12 team, you know, kind of depends. Um, but that that would be your your top four, like every season, whatever order that is in, and then you rank those four. And then you have the next two best conference champions. So whichever one of those power five gets left out, plus like the American or if I don't even know what other conference <laughs> I'd really throw in there. It's yeah. just the American. Um, okay, so it won't necessarily be the best, the top six or the top 12. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Top 12 best teams, yeah. like what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So you're saying it'll be the top four of the best conference champion winners. Mm-hmm. Then the two next best. So, like, there's still realistically <clears throat> going to be six conference champions that you could probably talk about being in that 12 teams. Yeah. But the four best of them are going to get a bye week. And I was looking at it, and, like, they did an example of last year. Like, Baylor would have been the four seed, and Georgia would have been the five seed. Even though Georgia so much better than Baylor, but they didn't they didn't win the conference the championship, championship, so they would have been the five seed. Okay, so the next two best conference champions were like Utah, and <clears throat> I don't even know who the other one was, because um, it was Alabama, Cincinnati, Michigan. Oh, and I think Pitt. Pitt was the other conference champion, so it was yeah. it was Pitt, and who else did I just fucking say? Cincinnati. Cincinnati no, Cincinnati. Oh, was yeah, no, because Cincinnati, Baylor, Alabama, and Michigan were in. It was Utah. It was Utah and Pitt were the two next best conference champions. But Pitt so was still like six. But Pitt was like a 12 seed. Yeah. Because you, you rank that 5 through 12, including the two conference champions that weren't in that top four and the other six teams, those eight teams you're ranking. So those five next two wouldn't be 5 mm-hmm. and 6 right off the bat. No. But they would have to be in the They'd top have to be 12. in the top 12, but that doesn't guarantee them – Five and six. Like Georgia was five. Ohio State was seven. Um, you know, like kind of kind of was a little different. Um so and that would be interesting. Interesting, yeah. I like it because it. you get more teams involved, um, you get more diversity, right? I'm sure Notre Dame maybe will try to join a conference so that they can actually get that buy. Because otherwise they'll never get a buy. Because yeah. they'll never win a conference. So they'll probably join the ACC and hope that they can win the ACC. You know, it gets them into a conference for that reason. Um, you get a lot of teams that just missed out. I like the idea of ranking those teams five from, from five to 12, just based on rank those, those seven teams or those eight teams, you know, top four is top four. I get it. You're probably going to get a team at the four seed. Probably that shouldn't be where they are. Like, Jordan, oh, but like those, hey, rules are rules. Yeah, exactly. The rules are rules. Um, I, I, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Yeah, coming, I'm just happy that they're finally com- coming from expanding. not watching college football to watching college football. It blew my mind finding out that it was just the four best teams in the country that got to well, go to the playoffs. And it used to just be two. And I was like, what? It used to just be you care about the top two, and then everyone else is like, you play a good bowl game. Mm. But we just care about who's ranked number one and two in BCS rankings. And now it's like, okay. Well, and it's just so smart of them too because they're going to make so much more money off of this too. That's the big thing. And those, so those uh, four. <laughs> Oh, and we just did a deal with NBC and Fox. College sports. Just did that $7 billion contract. I'm trying to think of what games be on. Probably like Rose Bowl be on like Fox. Um, Fuck yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, I like that those yeah. four games <laughs> are going to be like big bowl games every year <clears throat> for those four. Um, the thing that's, that's most interesting to me is like if you're one of those really good teams that just missed out on winning a conference championship game – like Georgia last year, they go from having to play 13 games, including that conference championship, and then you play two games in cultural playoff. Now they have to play 17 games if they're going to win the whole thing. That's an NFL schedule. Yeah. 
for college players. Yeah, but that, Good, it, get them ready. Yeah, we're talking about like Bama and Georgia who are going to be playing seventeen games. Well, in if, Ohio State. if you're playing seventeen, yeah. yeah, you're probably playing sixteen most likely. You know, if you're in Ohio State or in Alabama or Georgia, you're probably not playing from a five, six or seven very often. No. So <clears throat> it'll be interesting. I like it a lot. I think it expands a lot, opens up more doors for more teams. You'll get, you know other conference champions actually involved. You're not going to have these arguments. And I also like the seeding aspect of it because now instead of it being these four teams and Bama beat Georgia last year in the SEC championship game and now it's like, okay, well, now Georgia has one loss all fucking season and it was to the number three ranked team in the country and it was in the SEC championship game. We can't drop them out of the top four. That's not fair. Yeah. So they had to bend all of the rules to put Georgia at three instead of realistically, you'd put them at four, but you don't want Bama Georgia again the next week. Yeah. So it's like we can't put them at four, so we have to put them at three. Well, now you just put them at five. Yep. No Should they anyway. be at four? Yes, but they don't meet the requirements, so they're not going to be four. <clears throat> they'll be five, and now they still get the easiest path. And so, and it'll still be into like those final four seating, games. right? Where five goes against twelve. Yeah, five Bama against twelve. Whoever's yeah. the exactly. lowest seed. So actually, what I saw is that it'd be five twelve. You know, six, eleven, uh, yeah, yeah, seven, nine, yeah, eight, yeah. or seven, ten, eight, nine, and then just the winner of eight, nine plays the one seed. Um, because I and I don't like that. That like the idea that well, eight or nine, whoever wins that game is probably going to be the lowest seed left, unless there's an upset in the other. Should win. Yeah, the five, six, and seven should all win. <clears throat> I don't agree with that though. I should it should be just like the NFL for the next the round. Seed. I like and that. it should be that final four is one and four. Two and three. Whoever's from that first round of games, whoever the lowest seed left is playing the number one seed. You know, next is playing two, then three, then four. And then it's just one and whoever, four and whoever, whoever wins moves on. I like a little animosity in my life. What if we had the worst four teams get a bye? (laughs) Oh, man. You'd have teams losing conference championship games on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) True. Yeah. And – that's the, that, yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be funny. <laughs> that'd be great. You just have two great oh, throw, throw teams. Throw through a loop. You don't know what you're going to get, so you just play the season. Flip a coin at the end at the end of the actual <laughs> season and be like, who's getting the buy? First yeah, four or last 12, four? It's just like a little lotto. They just pick a ball. Like this team gets a buy. Like, All right, number eight gets a buy. Like, <laughs> <fuck> yeah! <laughs> that'd be that'd be electric. Uh, I I'm all in on it though. I again expand. Give me more football. <clears throat> Please give me more football. Um, these top these top teams and also what i think is great is that a lot of these top players on teams that didn't make the college football playoff that would just skip their bowl game altogether now have more incentive to play cuz now yeah. it's like are you going to skip 3 games if you don't play and your team wins and then they win again you skipped 3 games cuz you didn't want to risk getting injured in the NFL or before your the NFL like they're not going to be able to do it as easily where it's like well it's one game and you know, like, I don't need to prove anything. It's like, well, you know, you got there's three games, actually, that you ended up skipping because yeah. you just left your team. So yeah. it, I think that helps just the viewership, too. You're not going to have these star players, like, in the Ohio State-Utah game. Like, none of the top receivers for Ohio State played. And, like, it was still an amazing game. CJ Stroud went off, and Jackson Smith and Jigba went off, and Marvin Harrison Jr. went off, and it was great to watch. But it's like, Ohio State probably would have won that game bit easier if Chris Olave and Gary Wilson were playing. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's just give and take. I think there's a lot good that comes out of us though. Yeah. Right on. I like it. All right. And then, uh, <clears throat> first week, uh, first official week of, uh, games finished up, uh, last night they finished up. Yeah. 
Uh, nothing like, like that stood out to me. Uh, you know, Ohio State played Notre Dame, and uh, it turned out to be a little bit closer than a lot of people thought, myself uh, included. Yeah, Ohio State did end up getting it done, though. Um, Florida yeah. beats up on number seven Utah, and guess what? Well, that was Jordan's pick. Jordan Stewart said, "I like Florida plus whatever." Yeah, I, was, no, I think he took a money line. I think Probably he took a money line, and then he also said he liked Arizona. I don't know where they're at, but. They're not ranked, so, so. yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I, that was a that was a great <clears throat> game. It came down to the wire too. It was a, a pick in the end zone to seal the game for Florida. Pac-12. Yeah, um, I mean Utah had a, a fine game. I mean Cam Rising played well. Um, they beat the shit out of San Diego State. Yeah, San Diego State though. Um, you took them, dude. <laughs> Take it easy. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a good game. Uh, Utah loses, obviously. I mean, the, and these. I don't care about these rankings at all. These rankings mean nothing. Is, not it, be, is it because Oregon was 11 and now they're not ranked? No, we shouldn't be ranked. <laughs> my my thing is why I don't care is like these are preseason rankings about teams you haven't seen play. Like I haven't seen this team play. I don't care how many guys you brought back. You know, Georgia <clears throat> lost 15 guys from their team last season. Does it look like they lost 15 guys? No. You know, um, like I just don't care about preseason rankings. That's why the college football playoff rankings, which are the only ones that actually matter for anyone that watches, don't come out till like week seven, because it's like we are not going to just guess on how good these teams are. And yes, Oregon Georgia was a three versus eleven, and you look at that and you go, yeah, that should not have been three versus eleven. It should have been three versus unranked, and then there would have been more appropriate expectations for that game. All right, well, let's go ahead and go into that game, and you watch the full game. Uh, yeah, give us, I, give us I, your breakdown. I saw bits and pieces. We suck. Yeah, no, you guys, yeah. Aren't, you guys aren't good. Yeah, so I, if I had time to reflect on the game, because <laughs> uh, in the moment I was like, man, there's, there's nothing you can take from this as an Oregon fan. And I was looking back and I saw like Oregon fans trying to be like, no, no, there's a really great team that's defending national champions. And, you know, we, uh, we made some good progress. And I'm like... <laughs> You could have notes on this if you guys scored a touchdown. We didn't score a touchdown. (laughs) We didn't stop them from scoring a touchdown until their backups came in for their second drive. (laughs) We stopped them from scoring a touchdown twice. One was we actually made them punt. The other one, they took a knee. (laughs) The rest, every other one of their possessions, they scored a touchdown. Could have been 56. It could have been 56. That's right. Uh, We did not take our starters out the entire game. We did not score a touchdown with our starters against their backups. And we Uh, got down to the one-yard line, still didn't score. Their backup quarterback threw six passes, five completes for one touchdown. Yeah. Bo Nix threw 37 times. Yeah, Bo Nix. I told you guys uh, yesterday, Bo Nix was the third lowest rated quarterback in all of college football off week one, based on pro football focus. Um, He did nothing. Uh, Trying to think about what I – oh, sorry, other thing. I saw Oregon fans trying to be mad because Kirby Smart, after the game – he was like, "What'd you? What, you know, they were like, "What'd you uh, tell Dan Lanning after the game?" And he was like, oh, "I told him to keep his head up. You know, he came in. He's got a whole new team. Like he's doing his work. He's installing a culture." And he's like, "He'll never say this, but we just have the better players, you know." And that's he's obviously never going to say that, but we have better players. That's what a lot of it comes down to. I saw so many Oregon fans that were like, "That better fire up every fan and player," and I was like, 
Because it's true. Like, he didn't lie. They have a better team. Like, that's not a question. They have a better quarterback, better running backs. I don't think they have better wide receivers. They have better tight ends. They probably have a better offensive line. They have an entirely better defense. What argument is there to be made that they don't have better players? Yeah. You're an idiot if you don't think so. Um, but I was trying to think about what I could take away from this game. I think back on the offense, and I'm like, you know, we did move the ball. We moved the ball for most of the game. Did we ever score a touchdown and capitalize? No. We got a field goal. We'd get in the red zone. Bo Nix would throw a pick or just, you know, not do anything. Um, and we'd have to punt. Um, we got down to the one-yard line at the end of the game, and it was fourth and goal. And I told Brittany, he's at, Bo Nix is either going to throw an incomplete pass or we're running the ball up the middle and getting a – It's getting a yard lost. And then he threw an incomplete pass. Um, and it wasn't like the worst throw, but it also was like he had a tight end coming across the middle and like you put it on him, it's a touchdown and he put it like, like very stretch your arms to the max. You could maybe catch it. And I'm like, that's the throw you made sick, dude, you suck. Um, so offensively, the only thing I could take is we moved the ball. We used five running backs. We ran the ball 23 times. That is stupid. (laughs) We didn't even run the ball 30 times. Well, we ran the ball 30 times. Bo Nix ran eight of those times. Uh-huh. Bo Nix was our leading rusher, carries and yards-wise. Make No, not even yards-wise. I think he ran eight yard, eight carries for 31 yards, right? Eight for 37. 37, sorry. So, yeah, he's still Sean won. Dollars went like four carries, 33 <clears throat> yards. Byron Cardwell went like five carries, like 27 yards or something like that. Like Those guys should be getting the carries. I was mad about who we started out running the ball with. Like we threw the first string out there and I was like, who's in the backfield? I've never seen that guy before. And the (laughs) commentators were like, that's a transfer. And I was like, why? Because he transferred here. He's owed something. Give me the guys that have been here and have produced last season. I don't give a shit. You transferred here because you think you're getting playing time. That doesn't mean anything. Next drive, a different transfer in the backfield. I'm like, what are we fucking doing? Play the guys that came here, that committed to play here out of fucking high school. Those guys came in, had the best fucking carries, had the best averages. Didn't continue to get carries. He gave a freshman more carries. <clears throat> gave a freshman seven carries. He averaged like f- maybe four yards a carry. I'm like, I, I just... James? Yeah. Two. He averaged 2.1 yards. Yeah, exactly. You gave him seven carries, but you're not giving the other guys that are better running backs the carries. You're not using Seven McGee, who is a guy who can use out of the backfield or in the slot in the passing game. Made no sense. Like the play calling I was fine with, but the rotating of players over and over and over again. No one's getting chemistry. No one's getting rhythm. Um, Bo Nix is fucking Bo Nix, and I hate him. Like, he just fucking runs every goddamn play. Uh, so I saw I saw one drive, right, because it was busy on Saturday. Um, when I turned it on, I saw one drive. Um, his first one, he ran it for, like, four yards. Second one, stood in the pocket, almost got sacked, scrambled, threw it away. Uh, third one... I think he ran it again for a first down. And then uh, pocket collapses again. He scrambles. There's a guy wide open, throws it away. And then next one throws a pick, and it was it was a disgusting pick. It, it was, was it was a terrible the pick. The read on it was <clears throat> we were running a lot of action that we ran in 2015 when Mariota was there and we went to the Natty. It was a lot of that kind of action. It was my favorite play we ran against Florida State. We ran a quick snap the ball. You got tight end, three wide. You set up a screen, get that wide receiver coming in, catch the ball, you know, little tunnel screen action. The very next play, you go hurry up. You line up in the exact same formation. You run the same play, but one of the wide receivers leaks out on a wheel route. 
and is probably wide open. They tried to do that exact thing, and Georgia did not fall for it. And they ran like a <clears throat> slant instead. And Bo Nix looked and was like, the screen, who I'm not really supposed to throw the ball to, but is there, he's, he's open. And he's, he technically has some blockers, you know. But the design is that I throw this slant because it should be open. And so he just threw yeah. a pick right and, into and Georgia's And the receiver arms. wasn't even looking yet. No, because he, he was like, oh, there's three guys around me. I'm not getting this ball. Yeah, and just threw it into double, triple coverage. The guy wasn't even looking. I wouldn't yeah. even call it coverage. The guy was literally just watching the quarterback and then ran and picked it. Like yeah. it, was, it was just such a bad play, yeah. and, that's, and that's what I saw, and I was like, and his, right, his first pick was just as bad, and the commentators were like, no, you know, it's not the worst throw. And I was like, right, but he threw a jump ball to a guy that's like 5'10". <laughs> like, the guy, it was Seven McGee, and he ran like a fucking wheel route, and he kind of like gave up on the route like three-quarters of the way through because the safety was right next to him, and I, I can't really get mad at him for that. Like, I get it, like, run your whole route. If he had run the whole route yeah, full yeah. speed, he would have had to stop for the ball anyways. But I'm like, <clears throat> he understood. Like, this safety is on me. If you throw me this ball, you're a fucking idiot. And then he looked up and he was like, fuck, the ball is coming to me. And, he had to do and then he's like trying to time it and jump up. And the safety makes a great leaping grab and gets it. And they're like, oh, not a bad ball. And I'm like, but the worst decision. That's not a guy that goes and gets <laughs> a jump it's ball. It's the decision. Yeah. And, and, and then he walked off the field, like, smiling. Bo Nix did. And I was like, I got so mad when he was smiling after that pick. Because he was just like, ha, what are you going to do? And I was like, get a different job is what you're going to do. <laughs> Probably not with what you graduate in, fucking communications major. No one's going to hire you. Uh, I was just so fucking mad at him. And, and the offense, again, they moved the ball. That's the only positive I can take. Defensively, nothing I can take. <laughs> I can't take a I, – I tried. I was sitting at work today and like going through it, and I was like, you know what? There's some things maybe, maybe something I can take away on defense. Yeah, you got two players over 10 tackles. Noah Sewell was one? Justin Flo. Oh, Justin Flo. You know, he probably would have like 18 tackles if he could actually tackle people. Oh, okay. Um, and Jamal <laughs> Hill is a safety. Um, I, I'm annoyed that where's where's uh, Noah on this? Three tackles. Yeah, That's way, a first-round draft pick linebacker. He made three tackles. Probably not a first-round linebacker anymore uh, after just this game because Georgia is like NFL-level talent, and you made three tackles, and he probably missed about eight. Um <laughs> He didn't get any pre- zero mm. zero quarterback pressures, let alone zero sacks. <clears throat> the only reason Georgia got no sacks is because Bo Nix is just faster than defensive linemen and can scramble away from them. Yeah, he had one tackle for loss though. That's, one that's good. Yeah, it's Justin Flo. Good for him. I he also almost killed the guy. Yeah, Justin Justin Flo. I hate him. I hate Justin Flo. I love Justin Flo and I hate Justin Flo. I told you guys he's going to kill somebody. He's going to get called for a lot of targeting penalties, even though it's probably not a targeting penalty. But he's going to hit someone so hard the refs are like, we we got to look at that, right? <laughs> like he he had to do something illegal. Dude, he's foaming from the mouth. Exactly. He wear <laughs> he wears the neck brace, you know, because he gets he gives himself whiplash when he hits people. That's why he has a fucking neck brace on, like. It's it's cool to watch him, but he he doesn't know how to play football is really the problem. He's gonna there's gonna be a play. We're gonna play fucking Fresno State or something, and there's gonna be a backup 110 pound wide receiver running a goddamn tunnel screen, <laughs> and he's gonna accidentally see the ball Just coming on tunnel light, screen. He's gonna that guy's up. gonna be carted off the field, just off the hit. Like that's that's what Justin Flo is gonna do. But he doesn't know how to play football, which is the tough thing. I my my the the play that I watched that I was like. Man, 
he could be so good if he wasn't so stupid was he picked up a running back out of the backfield on a fake jet sweep. It's fake jet sweep. I'm going to look down the field. Justin flow is playing like outside linebacker picks the running back up out of the backfield into the flat, follows him maximum for two seconds. Followed this as this running back. And I watched it live and I was like, go, I picked him up. Great. We got good coverage. A second later, rushes Stetson Bennett, <laughs> leaves him open in the flat, and Stetson Bennett drops it off to him. He picked up like four yards because he had a safety that was able to come up and make a tackle, but I'm like, what the fuck are you – why did you just give up on playing coverage? Because you think you can get from that running back to the quarterback and tackle him before he can throw it over your head? That's that's the logic. Like, Justin Flo chases the ball, um, and I feel like that's what most of our defense does. They just chase the ball. Um the Lance McConkie touchdown was the one play when I was when I texted you guys and I was like, it's actually impressive how fast they give up on playing defense and just chase whoever has the ball. Yeah. Because Lance McConkie was standing in the end zone wide open and there were seven guys rushing Stetson Bennett after four seconds. And I was like, Where everyone stopped covering? We're running four people in coverage against six receivers, and he's just standing open in the end zone. It's a nice catch. I'm like, we had no sacks, no pressures. Justin Flo made a few tackles because he'll follow the ball all over the place and he'll get those tackles and that's cool. The fact that Noah did nothing is a very bad sign for me because even in our bad games, Noah Sewell made impact as far as pressuring, getting the quarterback to scramble, making some big plays in the middle of the field tackling-wise. He had three tackles, didn't do anything. We had one tackle for loss. I, I tried to be like, well, you know, at least we didn't give up too many big plays. And then I looked at the receptions, and they had a long of 38, 25, 27, 23, 29, 21, 25. Those are different receivers with a long catch that's over 20 yards. I have nothing to take away from this defense. I hope that – I understand now what Dan Lanning meant when he said, like, they looked good, but they are not ready. This is what he meant. He was like, yeah, they look they look fine. Like, they're flying around, they're doing things, but they're not ready to play in this fucking game. And they weren't, and it fucking showed. It's like the little giants, dude. I fucking hate it. At least we – and we have Utah in two weeks, and I swear to God, I'm, I'm saying it right now, if we lose to Utah – or sorry, we have BYU. BYU, not Utah. BYU in two weeks. If we lose to BYU, I don't want Bo Nix to start another game the rest of the fucking season because it does not make a goddamn difference. We lost two out of our first three games – both of them to rank teams. We have no chance of doing anything, probably in the Pac-12, let alone in the college football playoff. Give me the fucking freshman. He's a sophomore now. Let him get out there. I don't care if he throws three interceptions a goddamn game. If he learns how to play in this fucking system, in this goddamn college level, I'd rather have that than have Bo Nix as a senior to lead us to seven wins. And then did we, did we redshirt Ty Thompson? Or no? Yeah, but he already used it. Oh, we did. Yeah, he he had his red shirt like his actual freshman year. There was a COVID year. He might be a red shirt freshman still because the COVID year didn't count. Um, That's what I because I remember last year we were like, why the fuck won't they put him in? And I thought you said it was yeah because it was red shirt stuff. But then they put him in at the end of the season anyways, and he lost him. And I was like, well, that was fucking pointless then. Uh, I should have played him for four or five games. (laughs) Um, We have a five star quarterback coming in next season anyways too. And if that guy's better than Ty Thompson. He better start from week fucking one, and I don't care if we win four games if that guy's starting. I said it when Ty Thompson came in. I don't care if we win four games with a true freshman learning how to play college football. 
but I care if that guy sits on the bench and doesn't ever get playing time and we win seven games with a fifth-year senior at quarterback. Yep. That means nothing to me. It doesn't do anything for that quarterback. doesn't do anything for this team Rather for the, the next season. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hope Dante Moore is the guy if Ty Thompson's not. But if we lose to BYU, I don't want to see Bo Nix play another snap in an Oregon uniform. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, other than that game, uh, there's not a lot of crazy stuff going on week one, so it's a lot of blowouts. But uh, top 25 matchup, another one, Arkansas-Cincinnati. Turned out to be a pretty good game. Um, yeah, good for Arkansas. Yeah, good for <clears throat> Arkansas. Um, other than that, I mean... U- and Ar- USC Arkansas? had three pick sixes. Yeah, you had, cool. USC had three pick sixes. They were playing Troy, right? Uh, Rice. Who played Troy? Probably uh, played Troy. Uh, uh, Ole, Ole Miss. Miss yeah. Ah, and they did not do good. 28 to 10. Yeah, not not great. Uh, yeah, no, USC, I had them first half, and they fucked me first half. Um, but second half, man, they went off. What did you have them for the first half? They were like minus 21. It's 31 to 14. That's 17. Yeah. 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 They might have been minus – no, they were minus 21. Yeah, and I stopped – yeah, and they scored 24 points in the second <laughs> quarter and then did the same thing in the third quarter, and it was like, oh, okay, this team is back. And Caleb Williams was good, 19-22, 249, two touchdowns. That's awesome. Um, he's going to spread the ball around. They're going to light up scoreboards. Their defense is not great. Yes, they had three pick sixes against Rice. That's cool. I don't know how sustainable that like, is. That's um, not really sustainable. They're averaging you know? three a game. They are averaging through a game. Um, (laughs) I think it would be interesting. Not wrong. Yeah. I think USC and Utah are realistically the two teams in the Pac-12 this season. Um, It's a shame they're both in the South, you know. Like, whoever comes out of the North for the Pac-12 is going to get beat by so many points in the Pac-12 championship game. It's going to be a shame to watch. Who do you think? Out of the North? Yeah. Well, I I mean, it's got to be As of right now, it's Oregon. but, But who else do you think has a shot? Like, I guess Washington. Like, it's usually who it comes down to. Yeah. It's not going to be Colorado. It's not going to be fucking, um, like, who else? Who else? Oregon State? No. Washington State? No. No. <laughs> we're, people think we're going to lose to Washington State. If we lose any game in the back 12 we're fucked. If we lose to BYU, we're fucked. You know? We could run the table in the back 12 and I would not care if we lost to Georgia and BYU. Well, no, we beat Utah, so I'd care about that game. But every other game, I'd be like, okay, cool. We won the Pac-12 North. Yeah. We didn't play anybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to come down to USC and Utah, I really think, for the Pac-12. And if either of those teams – if you st- if USC beats – they play Utah, I imagine, because they're both in the South. Um, I'll look really quick. No, they don't even play – oh, no, they do. Uh, on the 15th of October. <laughs> so if they, if they beat <laughs> – if they beat Utah – and run the table, absolutely USC is going to be probably the three seed. You know, I still think they're going to get dominated by whoever they play because they don't have a defense. Right. And it'll be Ohio State or, you know, Bama or Georgia, and they're going to get beat by a lot of points. Um, but it'd be fun to watch. Uh, that offense, it, it take the over in that game. Yeah. Um, but that's it. I don't know. Pac-12 sucks. Yeah. What's new? That's why they're all leaving. Yeah. So everyone in Pac-12 is leaving. Go get beat. <laughs> go get USC beat. Will, con- will will contend in the Big Ten. Yeah, because they have Lincoln Riley and they'll recruit well. Like that, that it, it'd be just like Oklahoma. You know, 
Yeah. Like, and especially recruiting in <clears throat> California now instead, they'll get a lot of very good defenders. I too. think I think USC is now at the turning point where they're going to be nasty. Yeah, USC is, is probably having a, a resurgence like they did in the early 2000s when they had Pete Matt Liner and Reggie Bush. Oh. Like when they had those guys. They're going to have a stretch of like three or four years where they have an amazing quarterback, amazing skilled position players, and a solid defense, and they're going to make a great run. It's going to be fun to watch them versus Ohio State. <clears throat> were they good with Sam Darnold? No. They yeah. were okay. Not as good as Oregon. Yeah, because he still got drafted super high. Yeah. Well, he, he played fine, but the team wasn't better than yeah. Oregon. You know? So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, other than that, I don't really have a lot with college football. Yeah. But, yeah. The, the biggest games were a blowout, and, um, I mean, there were some fun games between teams that weren't ranked, or, you know, kind of whatever. Yeah. Uh, going to week two, though. Um, I think this is the game of the week. It shouldn't be, but Alabama, Texas. Yeah, I think that's like where college game day is going. Yeah, Alabama's minus twenty. Yeah, I'm they're gonna, gonna win gonna by that. more than that. I'm gonna take that. Like a lot there. more than that. You see Quinn Ewers, he didn't look good. Uh, sixteen and twenty four, two twenty five. That's not bad. They won the game. Okay, they did win fifty two to ten, but halftime it was like not pretty, right? trying to see it was eh, 24-3 i thought it looked way worse than than what it did um he looked fine in his uh you know first official start um in texas i again is against bad teams louisiana monroe can't talk um it's louisiana monroe it's that's not gonna happen he's gonna get hit by will anderson so many times it's gonna be a it's gonna be hard to watch um he's gonna get sacked at least four times in this game um and not know what he's doing uh, and I don't think there's a single player on Texas that can stop anybody on Alabama. Yeah. Uh, Baylor, BYU. BYU minus three and a half. Yeah, BYU looked good week one. Uh, again, they didn't really play anybody. Um, yeah, 21 going up against them. Played USF. Baylor. Yeah. And yeah, that's, I, I, they're at home. So I, I guess um, Baylor looked good too. Uh, Baylor has a solid defense. I mean, Jaron Hall, is his name Jaron Hall? I don't know. Yeah, Jaron Hall. For BYU, he's supposed to be a first-round pick at quarterback because he has a lot of upside. So, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. USC and Stanford. That'll be a fun USC one to watch. USC minus nine. Yeah, USC's going to win that game by a lot. I, I imagine. So. Yes. Or not a Pac-12 usually shoots himself in the foot. I can see USC. I don't know about this early. 12 Florida, 20 Kentucky. Yeah, they're gonna battle it out. Florida minus five. I think Florida will. Ah, and that, that's again, that's a battle of two first round quarterbacks. Will Levi's at Kentucky and Anthony Richardson at Florida. Anthony Richardson had like the nastiest pump fake I've seen in my life. He was getting chased by two Utah defenders. One was on him, like hands on shoulder pads, and Anthony Richardson did a pump fake, and the guy just let it go because the guy <laughs> threw the, he threw the ball. The other guy jumped, and then he just spun out of it and threw a touchdown. Oh. It was nasty. I, I was like, oh, man, that that's up. crazy. Uh, that be, yeah, that could be a good game. Will Levi's went 21 of 32 for 303 yards and three touchdowns in his first game. Uh, Georgia versus Samford. There's not even a spread. Yeah, no. There, there's, <laughs> there's This early in the season, there's always games where it's like, we're not going to put Georgia should beat them by 70. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They won't, but they should. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, uh, oh, you have uh, Wake Forest and Manny play this week. So... <laughs> Look at you just predicting the future. Look at look at me go. Uh, yeah, and then outside of that, I mean, you know, the, <laughs> those big teams like Notre Dame has a, a get-right game against Marshall. Um, NC State has a get-right game against Charleston Southern. 
Miami's gonna win. Miami's gonna win by more than twenty six. They won by like fifty week one. It made me so mad. The Mario Cristobal had success. So mad. Um, like like I saw the score of that game and I it was simultaneous with Oregon being down forty six points. Miami was up by fifty six. I know that's when I saw it. Too. And I was like, I hate him. <laughs> I hate him so much. You fucking piece of shit. Uh, one to watch, I guess, would be um, I would say Texas A and M and App State. Because App State has a killer offense, and they looked so good against North Carolina. Yeah. And A&M struggled against Sam Houston State. Yep, they did. Like, struggled bad. Yeah. They won 31 nothing, but it wasn't that, like, oh, well, uh, they're up. At halftime, it was like 10-zip or something. Yeah, it it, like, oh. I think it was like 17 because they got a touchdown, like, right towards the end of the first oh, okay. half. And it's like, ah, it's not good. They were, like, minus 28 at halftime, you know? like the, And it's Sam Houston State. That's a Division three school. Yeah. You should not beat them by 31 points if you're the sixth-ranked team in the country, which, you know, probably not, actually. But, uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, I don't really have any other, like, huge <coughs> games. I have Tennessee and Pitt, but Pitt, I think, is, well, Keaton Slovis. I don't know. They lost a lot, that Pitt, from last season. Yeah. yeah. Okay. NFL. Yeah, that's it for college football. Uh, make our picks. What? So are we going to make our picks? No, we're doing uh, NFL Top 100. And then we'll make our picks. Uh. <laughs> oh, sorry to disappoint you, Kyle. Um, <laughs> all right, so NFL Top 100 finalized uh, last Sunday. Um, we wanted to wait to talk about it till right now, so we had some time to kind of digest everything, um, make some changes to how we saw some rankings. Um and just get a nice like closure before the actual season starts. Uh, kind of put a bookend on the 2021-2022 season. Um, so this year's top 10, Tom Brady at 1, Aaron Donald at 2, Aaron Rodgers at 3. Uh, that was almost the same as last year. I mean, Tom Brady jumped up because he had an amazing season, obviously. Um, but Aaron Donald and Aaron Rodgers the same. Uh, Cooper Cup at 4, Jonathan Taylor at 5. Uh, how about that jump by Cooper Cup, huh? Yeah, 97 spots. Wow. Yeah. Shouldn't have been that. It shouldn't have been. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, same kind of deal. 96 spots. That's because he was a rookie. So he obviously wasn't going to be on the list. Um, TJ Watt, uh, then Devontae Adams at seven. Patrick Mahomes at eight. Jalen Ramsey at nine. And Travis Kelsey at ten. Uh, yep. So we get three, two Rams, three Rams in the top ten. Yeah. Because fuck everybody else. Um I think that's fair. No, it's absolutely fair. The fact that you guys have three guys in the top ten players in the entire league. Yeah, well, I mean, the Chargers had the most overall at eight. We did. That we did. And we had (laughs) – we also had, like – we were, like, the team with the most inside the top, like, 30. Yeah. um, Which I'll take any day of the week. Um, We were talking about it when it got to – or I I think I texted you guys. When it got to the – they were at the final 20 players – and I was going through, and I went through and just did off of, like, my, like, what do I have these guys ranked by positions? And I was like, what are those top 20? And I listed about 22, 23 guys. And I was like, who didn't make the list at all that should be a top 25 player? When you figured it out, it was, what, Minka Fitzpatrick? And A.J. Terrell. A.J. who? A.J. Terrell. Probably the third best corner in the league. Plays in Atlanta. The only good piece they have yeah, on their defense, entire defense, yeah. but he's like a top three corner in the league. Um, yeah, so th- I mean, those guys get left off. Uh, it's very interesting. Um, 
I think what happens with these lists is it's made by the players. Obviously, I'm sure there are is just every player misses a guy. You know, like last season it was Cooper Cup, right? Not because Cooper Cup's not really great, but it's like, oh, I forgot Cooper Cup. Yeah, because you're just gonna do that. You, well, yeah, and not even saying that he was top ten last like. No, but like top 100. Top 100. Absolutely he was, you know, but it's like he didn't like, I think Cole Beasley got on there because Cole Beasley makes some dumb catches, you know, like Cole Beasley probably made some dumb catches that I was trying to think of who we kept referencing. No, there was was two. It was Cole Beasley. It was Cole Beasley. Corey Davis. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like those guys make some ridiculous (laughs) catches, you know, Mm -hmm. and so they make that catch and guys in the NFL are like, I remember seeing some of his highlights. I'll put them on my list. Cooper Cup just runs great routes and catches everything. So it's like, you know, same thing like Hunter Renfro. You know, it's like, okay, that guy is very good and just does the right things. But like, you can see how players forget about him when they're making – because I think they have to rank like their top 20 players. And then they just take all the points and add it all up, and that's how they get the top 100. Mm. Um, which, again, probably heavily biased. You're probably going to – there's going to be guys that put 20 guys from their team on their top 20. You yeah. know, like that's just what's going to happen with some of these. Um, but I don't, I don't hate the top 10. Um, let's go by positions. Uh so start with quarterback. Obviously, Tom Brady's number one. Tom Brady led the league in passing yards and touchdowns at 44 years old. Yeah. That's deserving of the number one quarterback spot. Um, <clears throat> then Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow rounds out the top five. Uh, Stafford, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Prescott, Kyler Murray, uh, Russell Wilson, Derek Carr, Mac Jones, Kirk Cousins. 14 quarterbacks this year um, on the list. Sure. Last year, I think it was like last year there were way more wide receivers. Um I think than anything else. There were like 17 receivers uh last year. Um but this year, leading position is quarterback. Uh any changes you guys would make? Um in yes. my list, I went with one Aaron Rodgers, two Matthew Stafford, MVP and Super Bowl champion. Mm-hmm. At three, I put Josh Allen. Four, I put Tom Brady. Five, I put Patrick Mahomes. Six, I put Joe Burrow. And seven, I put Justin Herbert. Okay. And then after that, I, I didn't. I stopped ranking them. Yeah, that's fine. After that, it's like you get into kind of <coughs> semantics on whether you have the semantics on whether or not they're a quarterback. Um, <sighs> that too. <laughs> um, I almost put Kirk Cousins at my one just because he's Demarcus Cousins' brother. Cousin. Cousin. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so related. they're related. <laughs> um, I'm going. It was hard because I'm trying to separate what they did last season versus who's the better player, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so one, I did Aaron Rodgers. Uh, two, I did Tom Brady. Still think he's the goat. Um, Patrick Mahomes at three. I think talent wise, he's he's better um, than number four. I got Matthew Stafford. I had to bump him up. Um, I got Josh Allen at five. Joe Burrow at six, Justin Herbert at seven. Um, and then I did Derek Carr because I think he's a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson. And then I didn't touch anybody else on the, on the list. Okay. I just bumped up Derek Carr. Um, so I left Tom Brady at one because I know he has all the weapons. <laughs> Can't argue. But leading the league, the entire NFL in passing yards and touchdowns at 44 years old is stupid. That's stupid numbers. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers won MVP without those type of receivers around. <clears throat> yeah. He only had Devontae. And that's fair. Uh, his numbers were, were significantly lower than Tom Brady's, though. 
Um, I get that you won back-to-back MVPs. Uh, I understand talent-wise, arm talent-wise, able to scramble and all that. I would take Aaron Rodgers over Tom Brady at like over the course of their careers, probably. Um, understanding how amazing Tom Brady is, but like throw Aaron Rodgers in the Patriots uniform, maybe probably doesn't work because Aaron Rodgers probably butt heads with Bill Belichick a lot, but probably would end up with like similar totals. Um, my three is Josh Allen. I have Josh Allen over Mahomes at four. Um, I like Josh Allen more than I like Patrick Mahomes because of the Bengals game for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I, I lost a lot of confidence in Patrick Mahomes after that second half. That's fair. Um, and I haven't seen Josh Allen do that. I've seen Josh Allen, his rookie year against the Texans, make some stupid oh, plays in the yeah, playoffs. Oh, ran 20 yards back at yeah. a field goal range. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Runs the ball and then throws a lateral for no yeah. reason. And it's like, what are you fucking doing, dude? But he doesn't do that anymore. He did his rookie year when he was a little dumb idiot, you know, as yeah. all rookie quarterbacks usually are. Um, and I think he has matured a lot, and he makes correct reads, and he knows when to scramble, and he is electric running the ball, too. Um, my five is Justin Herbert. Obviously, I'm a little biased here. Um, and I have Stafford at six, uh, and then Joe Burrow at seven. I am annoyed that you guys both have Joe Burrow higher than Justin Herbert. Joe Burrow has been to a Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> Justin Herbert has not been has not won a playoff. Game. My thing about Joe Burrow is he look, has look, so that, much quarterback talent wise. Justin Herbert's better quarterback. I mean, he threw how many less touchdowns did Burrow have last? They season? had they had not too dissimilar of numbers, but Herbert had way more picks. Yeah, and more picks, not way more picks. It was like I think three more picks. Also, Joe Burrow went to a Super Bowl. He did, and he lost. He did, one hundred percent. He was in my Super Bowl losers. He also got sacked. <laughs> he also got sacked like twenty-eight times in three games in the playoffs in Super no, Bowl. No, and, that, and that's absolutely fair. <clears throat> but no, I I think Joe Burrow's confidence is something that's just remarkable. And that's fair. He's got a big dick swinging, no pressure gets to him. He goes and he plays the fucking game of football. And if they would have had a better O line. Way higher chance they win the Super Bowl. Higher I like chance. Justin Herbert a lot. That's why I have him at seven and not lower. You know, I could have, I could have really done you dirty. Well, I think it's crazy. He's at eight on the list. Like, obviously, it's only behind Lamar, who you have like eighteen on this list. But I've got him at nine. Not you. I'm, oh sorry. yeah. yeah. Um, well, he didn't touch it, or else he would have put him there. Yeah, he, he would have taken he's Lamar. In my off top the hole. ten running backs. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Um, <laughs> so yeah that, yeah, that checks out. <laughs> And like, but I was like, the fact that he's at eight, there's there's a couple guys above him that I'm like, I I think, I think by the end of this season he will definitely be higher than eight on this list. See, but I thought a my, lot of the quarterbacks my, should have been higher than what they were. Like, like I'm not, like I'm not saying that Herbert was better than all of those above him, but I'm saying I think he and everybody else was better than the numbers that they had. Well, yeah, well, Herbert at 40, I was like, that's absolutely fucking disrespectful to have Justin Herbert at 40 <clears throat> um, compared to some of the other guys above him, you know? Uh, but, yeah, D-Hop did nothing last season. Yeah, exactly. Um, Dalvin Cook missed a good portion of the season, mm-hmm. you know? Um, all right, Kyle Juszczyk, only fullback. Obviously, he yep. deserves to be on this list. Um, running back-wise. Uh, one change. Yeah, it's uh, Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry. Of course it is. Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb. Uh, and then uh, after that is Joe Mixon, Austin Eckler, Alvin Kamara. Cordero Patterson, good for him. Good for him. Good for him, man. He had a great year, so I can't I can't fault yep. it. Yep. Uh, the only and, change I made this year for running backs was I threw Joe, Joe Mixon below both Eckler and Kamara. Um, so mm-hmm. I moved uh, Eckler and Kamara up one <clears> spot. 
Uh, so my list looks at uh, JT, Derek Henry, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler, Alvin Kamara, then Joe Mixon, and then whatever you can do, whatever you want with Cordell, James, and David. So mm-hmm. only uh, only uh, switch that I did was I put Alvin Kamara above Joe Mixon and Eckler. Okay. So I got Taylor, Henry, Cook, Chubb, Kamara, Mixon, Eckler, Patterson, Connor, Montgomery. Yeah, so I moved Kamara up. Um, I have JT, Derek Henry, Dalvin Cook, then Alvin Kamara. Then Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler, and Jones Joe Mixon. I took all the other running backs off my list because um, they're not sure. top 100 guys. Yeah. Um, and the reason I have like the only change I might make even now is like Austin Eckler above Nick Chubb because of the pass catching ability. That's kind of where Nick, I Nick started Chubb, moving him. Yeah, up. like Nick Chubb is just that guy that like you can give him 30 carries and he's going to be amazing. And it's the same reason why Jonathan Taylor is above Derrick Henry because he can catch the ball in the backfield and Derrick Henry really doesn't. You're not saying you he can't. Just fucking, they just don't do it. Yeah, he's just. Um, and that's why Dalvin Cook and Alvin Kamara, <clears throat> Dalvin Cook's still three, and that's why I moved Alvin Kamara up. They're just such threats out of the backfield in multiple ways. Yeah. Um, yeah, I keep Aaron Jones up there, again, above Joe Mixon because of the pass-catching ability. Uh, all right, move on to wide receivers. Uh, Cooper Cup obviously is your wide receiver one. Devontae Adams, two. Tyreek Hill, three. Justin Jefferson, four. Debo, five. Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, Keenan Allen, D-Hop, Mike Evans, Waddle. OBJ, good for him again. I mean, yeah, I mean, when he was playing, he was really good. Yeah, I, it's a shame when he tore his ACL. <clears throat> but he, he was having a really I don't think that Super Bowl season. would have been as close as it was if we I had agree with you 100%. Odell yeah. the entire game. I agree 100%. As well. uh, and then CD Lamb gets on the list. Sure. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I did my top six, and after that, then I just let it, let it be a crapshoot after that, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson as my three, Debo Samuel as my four, Jamar Chase as my five, Tyreek Hill as my six. I know it's a little, little animosity, but you know me. Wow. Yeah, that caught me off guard. <laughs> um, I went Cooper Cup. Um, I did. I kind of rearranged almost the whole list. So, but I did Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. You have to, I think you definitely have to keep those top two. I would also keep those top three. I would three. say top three, yeah. but yeah. Um, and then I did Justin Jefferson over Jamar Chase because Jefferson's had two years now yes. where he's been consistently dynamite. 100%. Um, and then I'm going back to just the absolute skill that they have. I did D-Hop, Keenan Allen, then Stefan Diggs, then Mike Evans. Then I did Debo. Um, I think Debo was amazing. But I put Debo so high because the, the dynamic that he brings into the game is, exactly. is, is almost as crazy threat. as Tyreek Hill, which you can say. But you have <laughs> Tyreek Hill at six. Yeah. Yeah, but Tyreek Hill is way more dynamic than Debo as far as skill-wise, in my opinion, at least. And production-wise. Yeah. Tyreek's done it for <clears throat> years. Yeah, Debo had one really good year where they said, hey, we really fucking I thought, need you. I thought the only reason the Niners were, were really any good and made it to the NFC Championship was Debo played a huge part in that, whereas Tyreek Hill didn't play as big a part in the Chiefs. I understand that, like... Tyreek Hill's big playability well, the reason is why they beat the Bills. I think we're going to see this season how much Tyreek Hill actually meant to Kansas City. Yep. I think them I trying to replace him with lot. Juju. I think it was I mean, I think it was a lot, but I, I think the Chiefs will probably have like a two game worse record than they did last year. I think they will make playoffs, but I will not be surprised if they don't make playoffs yeah. this year. Or if they get bounced first round. Yeah, because yeah. I, I I don't think Juju is at all going to be a replacement for... Juju no, and Sky yeah. Moore is not a good enough replacement for Tyreek. Well, no, and they're yeah. completely different receivers. It's not like they went out and signed Juju Smith-Schuster and were like, hey, we're going to need you to, to, to shrink yeah. by a foot and then <laughs> add... <laughs> Gain double speed. <laughs> yeah, double your speed and then start playing on the outside. Juju's a slot guy. 
Uh, he doesn't run go routes like Tyreek did. No Steelers yeah. receiver does. Right. Well, no, just kidding. They run go routes and slants, and that's it. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but I'm, I'm picking most of those wide receivers over Debo. And then I did Jalen Waddle, and then I did C.D. Lamb, and then I did Odell. Okay. Um, I think he was good on your guys' team, but I don't think. Oh, right. I mean, he only, he he only played like 100. two regular season games, and yeah. then the playoff games where he did really good. Yeah, did but really like, good it's not enough of a, a sample so size to throw. Player, on again, the players yeah. are going to put him on there because they have a love for OBJ. Yeah, and that's um, fair. So I have Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. Still have Justin Jefferson. Kyle, just like you, based on that skill, I'm going to move D-Hop up. Uh, I have Diggs and then Keenan Allen. Um, that's it's yeah, one of those, that's like, fair. It's toss-up. Yeah. They both run two of the best. They're two of the best route runners in the NFL. Uh, two of the top three, I would say, route runners in the NFL. Okay. okay. No, I just want to make sure you put the two of the top three. Yeah. So you said two of the top three, so... Is that who's better route runner? I guess two of the top four. Okay. Throw Devontae in there. So okay. Cooper Cup, Devontae, and then Stefan Diggs and Keenan Allen. You can okay. have those four as your top four. That. Um, I'll take that. <laughs> then, I have, then I have Jamar Chase because uh, he has that game-breaking ability um, on deep balls um, or on short routes that he can take the distance. <clears throat> I have Debo next, uh, and then I have two guys that were left off the list that I think should be on here above a guy like CD uh, and above uh, Jalen Waddell, uh, and I think OBJ, uh, AJ Brown, and DK Metcalf. Um, huh. I think DK Metcalf is just like he Mike Evans. Ran 99 yards to tackle Buda Baker. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Come on, get on the list. Dude. Uh, he, he's, he's got that. <laughs> he's deep on the ball, list forever. Yeah, he's got that deep ball ability. Um, doesn't run amazing intermediate routes, but like God, he's such a threat down the field. Um, and then kind of same thing with AJ Brown, where like those guys can just absolutely take the top off of a fucking defense yeah. at any point in time, and I can give them jump balls, and I trust they'll go get it. Um, so that's my wide receivers. Tight ends, I think I changed nothing. I didn't change anything. I didn't change. The only thing I would have changed if I changed something is I would re- I would switch Pitts and Waller, and it's just because Pitts, I thought, outperformed yeah. Waller this season. Um, I think overall Darren Waller is the fourth best tight end in the league right now, so mm-hmm. I, I was fine with leaving it like that. But yeah. Kyle Pitts came in as a rookie, got 1,000 yards receiving as a rookie tight end. That's super hard to do. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And he's, he's built like a wide receiver, plays tight end. Um, and, I mean, I, I heard Cameron Jordan talk about Kyle Pitts um, on the NFL Top 100, and he was like, Cam Jordan made it a point that he was going to try to bust Kyle Pitts' ass, like the first snap he had against him, as like, welcome to the league. Rookie, you're also not a tight end. Um, and he, like, went to hit Kyle Pitts, and Kyle Pitts just fucking juked him out of his fucking shoes. And Cam Jordan was like, all right, uh, he's, he's good. <laughs> um, what, what I like about this list, though, too, is that I mean I feel like they're all pretty respectable in that order. You can switch one here and there, but what makes them the dynamite tight ends is not only do they each get fucking what, a thousand rush or a thousand receiving yards um, plus, or if they don't, it's that they are also so good at being able to block. Like they can block and do the job as a defensive tight end as well as go out there and be the offensive tight end. And that will ma- that's what makes them so deadly because they can do the fucking block and release so good because they don't know, oh, shit, he's on me, he's on me. And then all of a sudden now you let go and you're wide open for a pass. Um, so, I mean, I think it's just and there's no coincidence that if you're able to be a, an amazing defensive tight end and offensive tight end, that's what makes you the best in the league. So, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't move any of them. Um, yeah. I think they're yeah. fair and order. I think I think all three of us will be fine with the tackles, guard, and centers being where they're at. I don't, you know, 
Um, the only one I did for um, tackles was I put uh, Rashawn Slater above Tristan Wirfs just because I like Rashawn Slater. But that was my only twitch. I don't know. This guy's fucking all about the linemen, huh? <laughs> did you switch anybody for tackles? No. I tackles, guards, or centers. No, I didn't move any of the offensive linemen. I think like maybe next year a guy like Creed Humphrey might get there as a center. Um, they just don't get love. You know, that's really what it comes down to. I mean, guys like Tristan Wirfs and Rayshon Slater is like those young tackles that are really making an impact right away. They're going to make this list. Trent Williams is the best offensive lineman. Quentin Nelson is, you know, the best interior offensive lineman, <coughs> second best overall offensive lineman. So those guys are going to be on this list, and they're going to be, you know, at a good spot. They have but, like six of them on my, my draft team that I did with you guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, and, and that's fine. Like, Trent Williams was at 14. I think that's great for an offensive lineman like he, you know he was he was like i'm gonna shoot for top five and i was like you'll never be a top five <laughs> yeah. player according to anybody you yeah. know like i understand unless every the, single play he was pancaking two people yeah exactly <laughs> yeah like literally and yeah. the hole for for those niners running backs were so big <clears throat> they they, yeah, they, they just, were getting 12 yards of carry you just walk <laughs> yeah there's never been an offensive lineman that can make the kind of impact that any quarterback, the best running backs, the best receivers can make. So that alone gives you you're never going to be a top five player in the league because you alone as an offensive lineman cannot make that big of a deal. You as alone as an offensive lineman, yeah, you didn't give up any sacks. Cool. That's great. You open holes on your side of the field. That's great. But you didn't score the touchdown. Yeah, you you didn't and you're working with four other guys. So yeah. like you could be great. And your team still doesn't do amazing because the guys on the other side are fucking up. It really gets highlighted when you're on a good offensive line. So, yes, Trent Williams is the best offensive lineman in football. The Niners have a really good offensive line and know how to scheme around the run. So they also run for so many yards, you know, like the the Bravens don't get any offensive linemen on this list. And they run not the same offense, not really similar, but like they are run heavy and they run for a lot of yards. Yeah. So it's like, hey, give or take. I don't yeah. know. I don't really have anything else to say about offensive linemen. I got a hot take. On the next one. Okay. Okay, so Aaron Donald's obviously. I left it as is. Hot take. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe you could throw Cameron Hayward ahead of Chris Jones if you want to get crazy. Oh, uh, no, you, I'm just saying you like, could. I don't think you do. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, I'm leaving. I, I left uh, hot take. I left the entire defense as it is. Mm. I didn't dive too deep into the defense, um, except for one. I um, switched nobody. Um, as far the whole as whole defense, yeah. So for DNs, the only change okay. I made was I moved Cam Hayward to the last spot for defensive tackles. Oh wait, no, no, no. Okay, I just like good veteran presence and he's a good, good veteran line. presence. He doesn't make as much of an impact as DeForest Buckner or Jeffrey Simmons. Okay, uh, they're bigger impacts on their teams. Um, uh, like, I actually did do one for uh, defensive ends. I put Max Crosby above Robert Quinn. Same. I did the same thing. Look at us. Yeah, Robert <laughs> Quinn, amazing year. He had like twenty yeah. and a half sacks. Yeah, but Max Crosby, come on. Yeah, should have got respect. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and again, like Robert Quinn, probably able to do that because like no one else on the Bears can do anything. And Rokon yeah. Smith can, but he doesn't, like, blitz. You know, yeah. he's just, like, a, a solid run yeah. field linebacker. They don't have anybody else. Khalil Mack missed a lot of the season. Um, so good for Robert Quinn. And he deserves a spot on this list and deserves the money he's been paid. And, like, he is an all-time great pass rusher. Yeah. He's done this multiple – this is, like, his second season with 20 sacks, I think. He set the Rams record, right? Yep, he has the Rams record. Like, that's 
It's not an accident. The guy is a fucking elite pass rusher. Yeah. I just think Max Crosby, especially at the age that Max Crosby's doing all this, I'm going to put him above him. Yeah. Uh, I also, I think, move Trey Hendrickson up this list. Yeah, I move Trey Hendrickson up this list. Above Brian Burns right after Robert Quinn. Trey Hendrickson, like, made life for Cam Jordan so easy. His last, the last season Trey Hendrickson played in New Orleans, and then this season made that Bengals defense so much more dynamic because of his ability to rush the passer. Yeah. So I'm going to move him up this list. Keep Brian Burns where, you know, where he is. Uh, I moved Cam Jordan down behind Brian Burns. And then, I mean, I took Leonard Williams off and left Jonathan Allen. Sure. Uh, outside linebackers, you guys didn't move anything? Oh, uh, yeah. This I put Von Miller just below TJ Watt. <laughs> I was waiting for the face. No, I didn't touch anybody on this I did, one. I did, I did move Von Miller above <clears throat> Roquan Smith, uh, and then Roquan Smith, Shaquille Barrett's the last two. And the only reason is because he impacted, and he was one of the reasons why we won the Super Bowl. Yeah, he came right. in. He didn't do anything. Uh, he didn't do anything amazing in the regular season, but he came in for the playoffs and played out of his mind. Um, and it's easy to do when you have Leonard Floyd and Aaron Donald also rushing the passer. Yeah. You know, then it's like, oh, shit, I can only. But still, all it took was him to get in one time and then be like, oh, yeah, I forgot we they have Vaughn Miller. And then that's how Aaron Donald got in. So. And, and, and yeah, and then Aaron Donald would come through and I was like, <clears> oh, shit, they have Aaron Donald. They go, guys, we got holes everywhere. <laughs> and then Leonard Floyd would get to the quarterback and they're like, Fuck. <laughs> like, guys, all right, it's just fucking Rochambeau. If you find somebody, block them. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing right now. You see a blue jersey. <laughs> yeah, you hit it. Yeah, uh, so I left TJ Watt, Micah Parsons. I moved Matthew Judon to the bottom of this list for outside linebackers. I just don't know, like, how much of an impact really he made. He was he was good, but, like, not amazing, not game-breaking, game-changing. Um, I moved Roquan Smith. Or, sorry, I have DeMario Davis as my third outside linebacker. And then I moved Roquan Smith to uh, four. Um I like Roquan Smith. Uh, I think he makes a big impact on the game. I think he does a little bit of everything as an outside linebacker. He can play in coverage. He can rush the passer. He makes tackles in open space. Like He does a little bit of everything, so I'm going to move him up because he's one of the only guys that really does that. Like TJ Watt is obviously another guy. Micah Parsons is another guy. But guys like uh, Shaq Barrett, that's a pass rusher. Von Miller, that's a pass rusher at this stage of their careers. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. That's it for outside linebackers. Middle linebackers. Um, I just put Devon J. Campbell th- at three. I, I put Fred Warner over Bobby Wagner. I could see that as well. I don't. Really, I didn't really touch it. But then it. I left Bobby at three and then left Devontae and Levante. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I put Levante in over Devin White. As a, as a pure Mike. I have Levante David as a better middle linebacker than Devin White, who only rushes the passer. That's fair. Uh, okay, corners. This is where <clears throat> I got interesting because I added some guys or added a guy that got left off the list and moved a lot of things around. All right, well, let's hear because I left it alone. I, I thought it was fine, Jalen yeah. and JC, and then you know what? There's a, there's a lot of really great quarterback or cornerbacks in this league. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was what, gonna what say you you, s- you had the number three in the league. From so the I have, actually I'm at four because I had another guy. It was Jay Alexander who's my number two corner. Yeah, so he, so he was one that left I was, off the list because he yeah. played like four games. Yeah, he was super, injured. and that's fair. Played four games, guys aren't going to remember him again. A guy that's getting left off this list. Yeah, that's why it's I didn't what add makes him on the list. it's what makes the top one hundred like so up in the air for me because I'm like, yes, it's by the players, so it has more respectability. But at the same time, if a guy didn't play that many games, everyone's going to forget about them, and then it's like, oh, Jair Alexander's not on this list at all. 
I and I, I know he only I played I four games. My next, game, my next jersey. Yeah, and that'd be fair. He's a he's top two corner in the league. Um, I have J.C. Jackson at three because of the pure numbers that J.C. Jackson puts up. He had eight picks and twenty three passes defended. So thirty one of the times he was thrown at, he either broke the pass up or intercepted it. Jesus. I don't know. But 31's a lot. a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. No one else came close for passes defense. Yeah. And, like, obviously he didn't lead the league in interceptions, but two years ago he did. So, like, it's – and the people yeah. still throw at him. He still does the same thing. Um, <clears throat> AJ Trail's my four. Again, another guy that got left off the list. Um, really, really great young corner in Atlanta. Um, like, I don't really know how he got left off this list when uh, Trayvon Diggs is as high as he is. Um it makes sense. He's got a kid that fucking loves him. Yeah, that's fair. So everybody loves him now. He, he led the league in interceptions, and I get it, but he's not but he the fucking... Burnt. And I, I agree. With that. I just he's didn't not touch the third best corner in the league. I was like, it was hard to debate him having the most picks. But he also got burnt so much. And I get yeah. and like I heard Jalen Ramsey talk about it, and Jalen said like he plays a different style than a Trayvon Diggs, and even J.C. Jackson plays the same style as Trayvon Diggs, where it's, I'm going to... I'm probably taking a gamble on the route you're running... And if I can get that ball or not. But he's just better at it. Jason Jackson doesn't fuck up, though. Yeah. Like, Trayvon Diggs bites. And Trayvon Diggs is in his second year. So, like, I can't, like, fault him yeah, that no, much. This dude's going to be nasty. And, like, he did lead the league in interceptions, and that's awesome because he got – I'm not going to say he got lucky, but as a corner, you get lucky sometimes. Yeah. If you break on a route and you, that quarterback threw a ball he shouldn't have or you guessed correctly, it's, it's the toughest position on defense to play. Because you have no idea what the receiver in front of you is doing. I think it's one to of gamble. the toughest positions to play it's the in se- the NFL. I think it's the second toughest position in football. Quarterbacks one, corners two. Yeah, um, I would 100% say that. But I still think he got lucky more often than not. And he still got toasted for like over 1,000 yards and a lot of touchdowns. I don't think he comes close to repeating this season what he did last season. Whereas a guy like J.C. Jackson already did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then I, then I have Xavier Howard, Marshawn Lattimore, uh, Kenny Moore, who's probably the best slot corner um, and should get paid by Indy this year. Um, then I have Denzel Ward. Then I have Trayvon Diggs. And then I have Darius Slay. Okay. I think Trayvon Diggs is extremely overrated. Moving on to safeties. Uh, <laughs> this list is wrong because Derwin James is the best safety in football. Um, <laughs> I didn't touch it. It's also wrong because Minka Fitzpatrick's not on this list at all. <clears throat> Minka Fitzpatrick was the highest paid safety up until Derwin James got paid. Minka Fitzpatrick had like 116 tackles last season. That I don't know how that guy doesn't make top 100. Yeah, yeah. As a as a safety on probably the best defense in football, arguably best defense in football, right? Like guys like T.J. Watt who make all these big plays. Guys like Cam, Cam Hayward in the middle. They had they had Bud Dupree last year, right? I think so. Yeah, like they have good pass rushers. They have guys at every level. Um, for your safety to make 116 tackles, like he's making plays all the time. Yeah, that's, that's what that, and that's what I'm saying too. Is like this list is always just funny to see because like like we said with OBJ, like he didn't really do anything really in the off season or like the regular season. He did come alive in the postseason, but Minka was out here making plays every single game throughout the whole season and yeah. being a key part of the defense. Exactly on a team that you know got to 500 <clears throat> when. They had like so many question marks, especially with Big Ben being so old and yeah. like you know going down so fast. Um, I, I got annoyed because Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde were three four at safety on this list, and I'm like, because they're they, they play for the same team, and the Bills were good on defense. 
Yeah, I don't. That's like, why. I like, don't that's like how it? you know, like you can split those up sometimes. Yeah, both of their safeties are at three and four. Like that doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, I moved them down. I had them still right after each other, but I had them one, two, three, four, five, six, like seven, eight. Jordan Poirier, Mike Hyde. I put Tyron Matthew over them because Tyron Matthew is more involved over the whole course of the field. Antoine Winfield's a better. He, Antoine Winfield's in his second year, and he covers the whole fucking secondary. Imagine how bad the Bucks secondary would be without Antoine Winfield. It was already so fucking bad. It's one of the worst, yeah. Like, uh, and then Buda Baker as well, because he plays in the box and he can do things that I think neither Jordan Poirier or Micah Hyde can do. Uh, and then I also threw Javon Holland on this list because I love Javon Holland and he should be on this list. Um, and he will be on this list next season, I think. Uh, it's Oregon safety. Um, and I love the kid. Uh, but he also, he's been making a lot of plays in training camp. He made a lot of plays last season too. He kind of finds the ball. He makes good hits gets open field tackles. He doesn't make mistakes on, again, a secondary and on a defense that is very stacked. Yeah. You know, the, the Dolphins have a really great defense last season. Yeah. He's a big piece and a big reason why. Um, and then the last position we have is, is a kicker, and it's only Justin Ducker, and it should be Justin Ducker. Yeah. And he should have been higher on this list. He yeah, was, what, 92? Kicker to get on top 100, though? No, he awesome. was 95, and he should be 94. He should be so much higher. He should be in the top two. Aaron Donald, Justin Tucker. Yeah. Yeah. Then Cooper Cup. Justin Tucker, Aaron Donald. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> like, guy broke a record to hit a walk-off field goal in a dome. That's all I need to know. Like, no you're, you're going to tell me that Mac Jones is a better player than Justin Tucker? No. Yeah. Like, there's a, there's so many guys <laughs> the on this answer's list. The answer's no. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Justin Nugger should be higher on this list. And they were like, oh, like the second time a kicker has ever been on this list. And I'm like, because you – they don't – other players don't care about kickers. <laughs> like, and it's just so funny with how often kickers are the reason why them. they win games. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy to me. Yeah. All right, so uh, that's it for the whole top 100. Uh, you, do you guys have any changes to the top 10? I know you would put Aaron Donald at one. I also put Aaron Donald at one. Um, um, see, it's it's hard because you're trying to go off a of skill, but you're also trying to go off of production, mm-hmm. right? Impact. And so, like, I mean, I have Patrick Mahomes. I wouldn't have Devonte at, at at eight. You okay. know, I don't think he he didn't really do too much last year. I think he had like six touchdowns, maybe seven touchdowns. Like it wasn't amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think I could be off. I think it might have been nine, but regardless, um, you move him down. Yeah, I mean, like Jamar Chase broke records for rookie wide receivers, Mm -hmm. um, and he's all the way down at 25, and I think he did better than, technically, did better than Devontae Adams. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's always always kind of That's the thing with these lists. I never know if it's... We're not not ranking these players off of just what they did last season. We're ranking it off of what they did last season, like higher, but we're also incorporating like what they've done as a career. Yeah, but um, a lot of what goes into this list is what they did this last season. I would leave Tom Brady at one. I would leave Aaron Donald at two. Um, and I understand that yeah. again. They I, I, okay. I don't know. I would put Aaron Rodgers at four. If that, I'd probably put Aaron Rodgers at five. Put Move. JT at four. Um, and then I would put it's either two or three for me is Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald. And I would want to put Cooper Cup at two because he was the triple crown. I mean he yeah. he was the fucking offense. The reason leader. they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, he was the offensive leader. Aaron Donald was not the defensive leader. So, he TJ Watt had more sacks. He had more. Oh, I, I thought you meant on the team. Yeah, no, I, no, oh, I, I, okay. I was, I was, I was, I was sorry. Yeah, I mean, like in the NFL. 
um, Cooper Cup was the offensive leader. Nobody did more than him, except maybe at, Jonathan. Taylor. No, at any position, no one. Yeah, did more so than Cooper Cup. That that would be mine. I think Tom Brady, just because he's fucking forty four, like you said, still held the record. He produced Aaron Rodgers MVP, but Passing he didn't yard, put up like fat yards numbers. and touchdowns. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers didn't put up fat numbers. I don't think he should have technically even won the MVP. He just came alive in the back half of the season. That's when it matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I mean, I don't really care. You could do whatever you want with those mm-hmm. ones. TJ Watt definitely deserves to be in top 10. Yeah. I have TJ Watt at five. Uh, yeah. That's defense player I, of the no, year. Yeah. That's sack record. That's, you see, know, like, see, and I, I does more than just rush the passer. I would put both Jonathan Taylor and TJ Watt above Aaron Rodgers then too, because of what they were able to produce last season. Okay. And I, I can get that. Um, I left Aaron Rodgers at three. I moved Aaron down to one. Because just the overall impact he makes on the game. Again, I understand Tom Brady. Like, I, like I've said, leveling yards and touchdowns at 44, it's obviously amazing. The numbers Aaron Donald's able to put up while being double or triple teamed on every single snap. And what he does for it's, the rest of the game. And defense. it's so funny because it, like, when you really watch it, it's not every other snap. It's, it's every snap. It's pretty much every single you snap. You have to know where he is and contribute an extra offensive lineman or tight end or whatever to him. And because you're doing that, Leonard Floyd or Von Miller or you know any of those other guys, blitz a linebacker, someone's getting through. Opens it up. Right? And so it's not just his numbers. It's the Rams' defense was also Aaron Donald amazing. goes down in the first quarter of the Super Bowl. The Bengals win. Yeah, OBJ goes down. The Rams are still able to win. Yep. You know, it's one of those. Like, yeah. Again, OBJ, it, Aaron Donald, not the yeah, same yeah, like, I level know, of but player. Still, but yeah. Aaron Donald goes down. Bengals win the Super Bowl. Yeah. He's that much of an important player to yeah. the team. The pass rush wouldn't have been as nope. impactful. They'd be like, yeah. okay, one on Floyd, one on Vaughn. Everybody else just help out. <laughs> yeah. If we, if we need to chip on one of the two of them, that's fine. But... I don't think Leonard Floyd's going to beat us one-on-one six times. Aaron yeah. Donald would win one-on-one 10, 15 times. Yeah, but when you got two on Aaron Donald and then three trying to block Leonard, Leonard Floyd, Floyd, Von, Von Miller, Miller and, and anybody else. Yeah, and anybody else. It's like, okay, yeah, probably someone's getting in over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, Joe, you are going to have <laughs> yeah. to scramble. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I left Aaron Rodgers at three, um, but I can understand your argument moving him down farther. Um, Cooper Cup at four. Again, like I said, you probably move him up. Same with TJ Watt. I have him at five. Uh, JT, I left at six. Devontae left at seven. Um, and, again, I understand. Production-wise, this past season, you can maybe move him down. Um, I move Jalen Ramsey up to eight, Travis Kelsey to nine. Um, I put Josh Allen at 10, and I took Mahomes out of my top 10. Yeah, I like that. Again, like I said, with my quarterback rankings, fair. I, I like, like Josh Allen more than I like Patrick Mahomes, especially after the second half of that game against the Bengals. Well, and this is also going to be a really big thing for us to see because Patrick Mahomes, again, his first three seasons we went – this guy is going to be the greatest quarterback that anybody's ever seen. He got paid seen. like the greatest quarterback. Yeah, that's ever time. seen on the field. Mm-hmm. But take away Tyreek Hill. And we'll have to see. And like, and we, that's what I'm interested about. People dude. are divided. We're obviously divided with Tim as far as how much of an impact we think Tyreek Hill made on that Chiefs offense. Two of us think it's irreplaceable. I don't care they brought in Juju smith I don't care they brought in Sky Moore. You can't replace yeah. the fact that every defense that played against the Chiefs had to game plan for Tyreek Hill, and that and they left still couldn't Travis Kelsey. Oh, you have to you have to game plan for Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, two of the best receivers in, in the football. League. And now yeah. it's just yes, you still have to game plan around Travis Kelsey. And I think I think people had him like rated too high in fantasy. 
because of that. They're like, oh, well, Tyreek Hill's gone. Travis Kelsey's going to get so many more targets and catches. And I'm like, right. But also every defense is only going to key on Travis Kelsey. I can... I don't like Juju enough to think that, that I we can't I cover I don't him. think he's going to be some stuff. When they play the Chargers, I trust Derwin James plus like a linebacker, you know, to do enough on Travis Kelsey. J.C. Jackson is going to lock up Juju or whoever. He's not even going to be yeah. on Juju, but like well, whoever's that, out there. And that's the thing too is, you know, he's saying Jalen Waddle's just like Tyreek. He was saying that they're pretty much the same exact player. And I'm like, no. No. Because we have a different perspective on it too where – I know I've said it before in the past where I think Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver talent-wise in the league. Yeah. But when it comes down to being a bigger playmaker, I think it's Tyreek Hill. That's the thing. That's why he's so that's, that's why number he's one so impactful. In all of the NFL for wide receivers he, is Tyreek Hill. He's, he's a better playmaker and bigger impact <clears throat> than Cooper Cup. And I understand the numbers yes. Cooper Cup put up. But it's a thing. If Cooper Cup's going to win one-on-one because he runs amazing routes and he he's going to get open. He catches it. He gets tackled. He catches everything and he runs amazing routes. And that's fantastic. You, cannot, you can't do anything to stop Tyreek Hill's speed. He's... Burning everything. He's the only one where you see him running back four yards and you still feel you you don't he's gonna gain you don't seven. take a deep breath thinking that you're gonna get a loss of yards because you know he's still gonna fucking come up. Yeah. So okay, I agree with you. We'll we'll have to see what happens this season. Obviously, there could be huge changes as far as yes. where Patrick if Patrick Mahomes has the same numbers, he's gonna shoot the fuck up yeah. my rankings. Because yeah, hey. I'm like, oh wait, Tyreek Hill didn't make that much of a difference. This guy's the fucking deal. I agree. Um but if he even if he keeps the numbers the same without Tyreek Hill, I'm going to be like, I just right, want to see Josh him. Allen get one more stud wide receiver. Other than Stefan Diggs. If Gabe yeah. Davis takes that next step, I don't think he's really that guy. But like, if he either. is, and he does I have think those the Gabe numbers, Davis was just the one that nobody looked at. That's fair. So he got all the catches. And that's fair. Yeah. And I think the Bills could absolutely, like how they <clears> signed Von Miller this past season, like they could sign one of those big time wide receivers that leaves their team, you know, like an Allen Robinson level player. Like obviously, Allen Robinson goes to you guys, yeah. but that level of wide receiver opposite Stefan Diggs with a tight end like Dawson Knox, boom, that that could be game breaking for the Bills offense. Yeah. All right, that's our NFL top 100 recap. Um, not too many changes, but there are some interesting things. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into finally, officially, picks are back. Picks are back. We still do not have solidified. Punishment. A punishment for this season. We have a couple ideas. A couple things brewing. Yeah. Um, if we can't completely narrow it down to one, we'll let you guys vote, probably. Yeah. Um, and, and help us pick uh, what you guys think should be the punishment. Uh, but for right now, clean slate for everybody. Everybody's zero and zero. Going into first game. Getting the jitters, baby. Going into the first I hate game. week one. <laughs> on Thursday, we got Bills Rams. I can't not do it. I'm going Rams. I understand if you go Bills here. Uh, it, it makes a lot of sense. It's going to be a really, really good game, though. Didn't I? Um, and I'm going Rams. I take Rams by four. I hate that. No. I was really hoping one of you guys were going to go with the Bills. No, dude, right. Rams. Uh, next game. Confident. I, I, there's going to be – I know it's week one. There's so many games where I, I feel like I can say this. I'm, I'm pretty confident we all have the same one here. Uh, Saints-Falcons. Yeah. I have the Saints. Yeah. Kyle, you're starting early with the – no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to wait until like week 10 for that, man. Well, I'm being honest, dude. I feel like this conference, more than any other conference, they just play the shit out of each other. And this could be the one where everybody's like, oh, yeah, well, of course the Saints are going to fucking win. The Falcons got nothing. I mean, Jameis Winston does have that chance to throw five picks. Exactly. But I think the Falcons are trying to lose. Yeah. 
I think Jameson Tinn throws five picks, and then Marcus Mariota. I they make Mariota's, Marcus Mariota throw five picks. I think Mariota's <laughs> trying to win, bro. I think he is. I think the other ten guys on yeah. nine of the other ten guys on offense aren't. Well, I think the whole entire team is trying to win. I think the coaches are trying to lose. I'll go. I'll go Saints. They just they have. They are a way better. The team. clear better team. <laughs> yeah. Next game, I again feel very confident. Niners Bears. I got the Niners. These teams. I hate both these teams too. I'm, I'm going Niners though. I'm gonna go Bears. Interesting. I think the Bears. Can you take them going like three wins? They're kicking them right off the bat with a win against the Niners. Yeah, get that confidence going, and then it's <laughs> yeah. gonna go all downhill from there. All right, uh, next game: Steelers Bengals. I got the Bengals. They are at home, and they're the better team. Yeah, I'm gonna go Bengals here. Bengals. All right. Next game we have is Eagles Lions. Give me the Lions. This is give me the Lions. Give me the Lions. Give me them fucking Lions, man. I'm going Eagles. Yeah, all, that's the, that's I'm the correct also, I'm also going Eagles. I get it. I 100% get it, especially after I watched Hard Knocks. I I love this Lions team. I, I hope Dude, the best I for them. I think they're going to be really good. I think they're going to be they're really like, good, too. Like, like this year, one more year, two more years. They, they get a quarterback. Good. They're going to be great. Once they start threatening me, then I'll go back to just hating them. Yeah, that's but, fair. That's fair. Right no now, you, threat you for can't a very not long time. <laughs> All right, uh, Patriots, Dolphins. I'm taking the Dolphins. They're the Dolphins. Dolphins. All right. Next game we got is the very easy Ravens Jets. Yeah, Ravens. Yeah, yeah. This isn't where I take my Jets. Yeah, no, definitely not yet. Um, next game. Those are the desperation picks in week 15, <laughs> yeah. 16, and 17. You're like, Jets. When I'm down by seven. I'm like, oh, I got to get one here, guys. Next game again, I think, could divide oh. us. Jags Commanders. I want the Jags. Okay. New head coach. I lost completely new so offense. many fucking picks last year because I kept picking the Jags. Yeah, they had Urban Meyer, though. They kept fucking me. Um, Commanders are at home. No Chase Young. I'll go Jags. I'll go Jags. I'm going to go Commanders. I don't hate that pick. I feel like that's who I should have picked. Oh, yeah. And are, we, are we doing it once the word comes out your mouth? That's your team? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Once yeah. you say it, you can't go back on it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next game. So Again, <laughs> very well could divide us. Oh, I'm going Panthers. Dude, I'm going Browns by 12. I'm going Browns, too. The Browns are such a better team than the Panthers. Oh, yeah. And I Except don't trust Baker to, to have a revenge game. I don't, no, I don't he trust said Jacoby I'm going to fuck them up, and that's what makes me think well, the Browns no. are going to wipe the The report was them. that he said that, and then the next day he was like, I never said that. And oh, that's so a he's bitch a, move. Yeah, he's a pussy, dude. If you actually, if he's you didn't, a pussy. Even if you didn't say it, fucking say you did. Dude, he's so much Double of a pussy. Down on it. Yeah. Deshaun's going to make him give him a massage. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Uh, next game, I think, is uh, very easy. Colts Texans. Mm-hmm. Colts. Yeah, we all got the Colts yeah. there. Uh, next game, Titans Giants. Titans. I got yeah, Titans. I'm gonna go with Titans too. I was yeah. like, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, animosity. <laughs> next game. Packers Vikings. Now, see, this is the only thing that scares me is that week one the Packers usually always shoot themselves in the they foot. They suck week one. I am I'm in obviously going Packers. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't blame you guys, dude. We have no idea how we're gonna be. I don't know how you guys are gonna be either. But we got that defense now. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Packers. Your guys' defense should be able to hold up, and Aaron Rodgers should be able to do something with what he's got. 
I'm going to take the Vikings. It's I think they're going to lose one of those games. Logan is a bastard man. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're going to lose one of those games. And the, the Packers do this every year. And Rodgers does this every year where he comes out and it's not great. And everyone panics. And everyone thinks, oh, the Packers can't figure it out. And Aaron Rodgers isn't the guy. And not that he's not the guy. But, you know, they're like, he's not the same. And it's, it's, they panic so much. And then the week three and four, it corrects itself. And everyone shuts up. And the Packers are great. Uh, but in Minnesota... With all these question marks, I don't know about the chemistry with the receivers as of right now. Vikings have an entirely new team because they have a new head coach, new offense. <clears throat> uh, their head coach doesn't hate their quarterback anymore. Um, I'm going to say the Vikings. Okay. Uh, next game, very easy. Chiefs, not easy, but Chiefs. Yeah, I, I could go either way on this one. I'm going to go with the Chiefs, though. Um, just so you know, um the Packers have won week one, 2020, 2019, 2018, 17, 16, 15, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 4. So it's week two, they said? We, 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 we rarely lose week one. What about week two? <laughs> week two is when you guys played the Bucks, right? Yeah. Something no, like that, that was like week five. That was that late in the season? Yeah, because we were like 3-0, like 4-0, and, oh, like and we went up against them, and it was... Oh, I thought it was so good. early. Good. <laughs> All right. Um, we won week two... <laughs> 2021, 20, 20, 19, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10. All right. You skipped 16, 17, and 18. Yeah, we lost those ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, next game. Again, I can understand um, if you guys go different here, especially since we don't have JC, JC Jackson for Devontae. That hurts me Wait. to my core. Wait, which game? Game one. Ridge Chargers? Yeah, that's the last afternoon game. Um, Chiefs and Cardinals. Okay, we already picked that. We all picked Chiefs. Oh, who did you pick? Oh, I didn't, I didn't even hear that one. Um, Sorry, you went back to the Packers. So Yeah, yeah. No, I'll, uh, I'll, go, I'll go Cardinals. All right. Oh. I'll go Cardinals. I like, I like that. I was about to pick the Cardinals. Yeah, I'll go Cardinals. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I'm taking the Chargers, obviously, in this game. Uh, but, again, I understand. I'm going to go with the Cardinals, or the Chargers as well. I'm going to go Raiders because of the fact that you guys don't have J.C. Jackson, and I think Devontae causes problems. And it's because you picked the Vikings. Yeah, it absolutely is. We'll <laughs> uh, be burning out. <laughs> Sunday night game. I think we're all the same here. Uh, yeah, Bucks. I'm going to go Tampa Bay. Yeah, Bucks cowboys Rematch of the yeah. week one from last season. Um, it was an amazing game. Very different teams. Uh, and then Monday night game. Again, very easy. It's uh, Broncos Seahawks. Broncos by 20. Yeah, at least. by 30. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the Seahawks are Russell Wilson is going to annihilate. You see, Tyler. See, hey, but this could be one of those things that was the first time the Bucks played the Patriots. And everyone's like, dude, Tom Brady's going to annihilate the Patriots. And they barely won by like three points. I can see that happening too. I can see it happening too. But I also think that. So Tyler Lockett came out and said that all the Seattle fans should be cheering for Russell Wilson. And I was like, man, that's not what's going to happen. It's like, all right, lock it. Yeah, they're they're probably gonna trade. They're gonna lock boo it Tyler yeah. Lockett. Trader. Yeah, they're gonna boo him after the first game. Um, but yeah, I think Russell Wilson's absolutely gonna demolish that. They don't have anybody on defense. Well, and the Broncos' defense is, is very- going to lock down Geno Smith <laughs> with Lockett and Metcalf. Um, yeah, my Pastor Tan. I'm hoping that Rashad Penny just fucking runs a mile on him, but we'll see. How many yards is that? It's like a 5,000 something feet. 5,280 feet. Divide that by three. It's like 1,600, 1,700, right? Yeah, that's so many yards. That would be crazy. Dude, he's going to hit 2K in three amps. I said I hope they hit 1,700 or that he runs it. So yeah, That's fair. All right, so uh, going crossed. through, we Fingers have crossed. 
for week one, uh, just amongst the three of us, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different games. Amongst the Between the three of us. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see how Somebody's week one looks. Got to get up to a lead. Someone's gonna go. Dude, we're probably gonna. Break someone's even. gonna be like four games ahead, and we're gonna lose our fucking minds. Well, remember last season when you were like way down, and then I dude, you, you were in the out? slumps. Me and him were battling head to head, and then it was him for the while, and I was just right in the middle of the pack trying to stay ahead of you. And then you started gaining, it's, and he started crumbling. <laughs> and then I was down here, and I caught back up. That was a wild year. That's last what year. makes our, that's what makes these picks so fucking special. And why you guys need to tune in every week to see how we did, uh, what we're predicting, how we're all going to fare. Um, that's our week one picks. So let's jump in to some. Oh, it's just so so fun. Hey, we're back. Doing it, the salmon polo shirt is cute as fuck, bro. Thank yeah, you, Dry Gay. <laughs> and Sriracha Papa. Hey, yo. Uh, yo. So we are back uh, in, in full swing. Feels good. Feels great to be back in Oof. NFL season. Let's get the jitters, dude, because I all that know all that means is that NFL is starting now. Like we got so much going on on yeah, Thursday. We're gonna be here Sunday. on Thursday. It's uh, gonna be nice. Yeah. And we're uh, playing Madden on Friday. Yeah, we're playing Madden on Friday. Make sure you guys tune in for that. Football. I don't think we've announced it. Our team is the Jets. Yeah, we're playing as Jets. Dude, let's of go. Of course, we're playing as Jets. Uh, we're gonna be playing at the same time. Um, Fifteen hundred yards with Brees Hall. Oh, we're gonna run the ball so many times. Um, <laughs> There's no other. We have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I don't know Garrett Wilson. I, I was messing around with it. Garrett Wilson gets open. Um, Ooh. Are you glad, oh, you heard about it? Yeah, I'm glad nice. you're training for this. <laughs> I trained for it. Also, got annoyed because we obviously have current gen, not next gen, so we don't have the like advanced passing. Like, oh, because we have PS4s. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. You can always play it on, like, my... Oh, no, because my main computer's got a small TV. Yeah. Or a small screen, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, we're going to be playing as Jets. Uh, we're all three going to be playing at the same time. Someone's going to be quarterback. Someone's going to be running back. Someone's going to be a receiver on defense. Someone's going to be you a D-end. I'm down for Maybe all another D-end. Maybe linebacker. I don't know. We'll figure out who everyone <laughs> wants to play as on defense. Yeah, I just want to be fucking D-end. That's fine. You Do can not want to play corner. Uh, <laughs> Leonard... No, not Leonard Williams. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Jets have a decent. D-line. Maybe you can beat who they who they just draft. I don't. I know. No, that's they that's who I kept trying to think. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm, Say, not, I'm not playing. Oh, South you mean Jermaine Johnson? Let's go. I want to be. Not Quan Alexander. Hey, we we should we should have it to where we all switch off and one of us does have to play corner. Oh no, we're gonna get lit Screw, up, dude. We're gonna go zero and seventeen. Oh no, I think we can get one in there. <laughs> We just have to beat the Jets' regular season record last year. As long as we improve, yeah. All right, so anyways, look forward to that, guys. Us playing as the Jets. Should be should be fun stream on Friday around the same time, probably like 6.30-ish. Um, should be a blast. Let's get into some booms and busts. Yep. I got two and two. I've got three and one. I've got 0 oh and four. Oh, Tim. Mischief, dude. Oh, <laughs> mischief. I know. I know. I'm sorry, dude. Sorry, oh, you got a lot of busts this week, man. I was also going to have a lot of busts, and then I was like, no, I got to go two and two. I know, I know, I know. I go back on my words sometimes, and I'm sorry. No, dude, yeah. It's free range, dude. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'll go first on my boom, then. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's fair. Let, let it rip, man. Uh, my first boom is the Knicks for not trading for Donovan Mitchell. Um, the trade that I saw that got rejected by the Jazz was R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, and three first-round draft picks. 
RJ Barrett was a top three pick in the draft that he was taken in. He is a good scorer, and he would be a great like future centerpiece to build around for a franchise that's in a full rebuild mode. Um, especially, I, I've said, if you let him be the guy, he's not the guy in New York, especially not if they sign Jalen Brunson. I think RJ's going to love getting paid by the Knicks to be the third option, and he's going to make a lot of money, and then he'll leave and go anywhere else and actually have a really solid middle part of his career. Um, but the Jazz turning that down and instead taking Colin Sexton – um, like the 14th pick in the draft from this past season. And then, yeah, they got more picks. And that's cool. Their worst picks, the Knicks picks, are going to be better than the Cavs picks. So three Knicks picks worth more than five Cavs picks. Because um, it's really going to be three Cavs picks because they're not going to get those swaps. Um, I think it's great that Utah went with Cleveland's offer instead. Just for the Knicks. As, uh, hey, we got to keep R.J. Barrett. We didn't trade a guard <clears throat> for another guard. That's going to demand the ball when we just paid a different guard. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, good good for the Knicks for, yeah. for not getting nice. this trade. Nice. All right. Uh, Kyle, what's your three. solo boom? All right. Oh, I've got three booms, one bus. Oh. You should have gone first. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, all right. Um, I thought you said one and three. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, Nate Diaz announces Combat Sports Promotion, Real Fight, Inc. Nate Diaz is getting into the fight business with his upcoming promotion, Real Fight Inc. for real ninjas, real fighters, and real shit. (laughs) (laughs) Nate Diaz, you're booming, my guy. That's a very Nate Diaz move. I'll just rifle off my second one real quick. Yeah, go for it. Um, Kamzat, (laughs) who's about to fight Nate Diaz, was questioned on being slapped by Nate Diaz. He goes, I'll slap him back. (laughs) I love it. So I think Kamzat is going to just toy with him and play with him. uh, It'll be five rounds. Yeah, yeah. He's going to hit him with a stock and slap. It'll go four and a half rounds, and then Kamzat will probably... You know, do just, something. Yeah, just mutilate him. Yeah. Slap him to death. Yeah. That might be it. I would pay so hilarious. much money if Kamzat gets top control after and dropping and just starts slapping him back and <laughs> yeah. forth. Instead of throwing hammer fists, it's just slapping Nate just Diaz. Just slapping the shit out of him. Dude, I would pay so much money to see that. Nate Diaz would probably kill himself I, that night. <laughs> I, think, I think it'd be great if he lands like two hammer fists and then sees Nate Diaz is starting to go out and then just starts throwing slaps. And just starts slapping like Lands like two or three slaps and then Herb Dean comes in and is like, all right, we're done here and comes out's like dude i fucking was slapped like smacking that i slapped you dude like oh (laughs) i can slapped you yeah Uh, i would immediately stand up and just look at her and be like dude you just stopped it because i was slapping him dude (laughs) that's outrageous (laughs) nate diaz is fucking (laughs) fuck you dude uh all right my second boom is gonna be uvalde high school uh, nice. So you've all the elementary, obviously, uh, the location of the uh, tragedy a few months ago. Um, but their high school team, their local high school team. Why are you laughing? I thought you were going a different direction. Caught me off guard, which made me laugh. So Okay. Uh, Tragic. The town's high school had their first game of the season last week, and they won 34-28. to 28. Nice. Thanks in part. To a miraculous run towards the end of the game, followed by a one-handed touchdown grab to take the lead. Nice. There's nothing better than sports. High school one fucking hand grab. Yeah, high school one handed grab uh, to get the to break the twenty eight twenty eight tie to get the win. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing. Sports is undefeated. I mean, everyone. I imagine everyone in that town was at that game. Um, yeah. Just as a, we all got to get together yeah. for. You know this event, uh, and for them to get that win in the fashion they did, 
absolutely amazing. Uh, boom into them. Yeah. Uh, first. Last uh, yeah. Boom. All right. So my second, <laughs> my third and last God, boom. Yeah, I know. See, it throws things off. And that's it's going to be you guys when you guys kept doing it. It's going to be Serena Williams. Um, yes, she did lose most recently in the third round. However, she finishes, retires um, 42 and 0 in rounds one and two of the U.S. Open in her career. Never lost in the first or second round. Um, I mean, j- just a fucking goat, dude. You can't can't talk shit about her. She's the greatest. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I agree. Uh, okay, first bust is going to be Bryce Ford Wheaton. That name ring a bell? I feel like it sounds familiar, but I bet I don't know it. Um, well, it's a West Virginia wide receiver. They were playing Pittsburgh. It was tied 31-31. JT Daniels threw to a wide fucking open Bryce and Wheaton. And uh, he brick hand- the guy had a great game. He had like nine catches, ninety seven yards, and two picks. But then he bricks it, and then picks pick, pick six it to the house. Um, so Bryce Ford Wheaton, and you can watch the replay. The dude was wide open. It was like an eight yard curl route, and it was just like, poof, and the guy hit him in the hands, bounced over his head. Uh, it was hilarious. Pick six. Oh, bad that's rough. Bad look. Real bad look. Um, so, Bryce, hopefully you have better, better games. Uh, hopefully you didn't get death threats. But West Virginia is oh, crazy. Oh, he got death threats. Yeah. Every, if you make a mistake in college sports, you get death threats. <laughs> sports undefeated. Yeah, sports undefeated. <laughs> uh, second bust. Oh, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> I've got four of them. Yeah. That's... Uh, second bust is going to be... Asteroids. The game? Good for us. Actual asteroids. Actual space asteroids. Okay. Yeah. No, it's great for us. Yeah, that is good for us. NASA is planning to crash a $330 million spacecraft into an asteroid just to see if it could impact uh, the the, the course and the trajectory. So, asteroids, (laughs) we're finally coming for you. No more of this bullshit where you guys are threatening our planet. NASA's coming for you, and we're going to spend as much money as possible. I want to know who's in charge of making that decision. They were like, just crash it into it. Let's see what happens. (laughs) Like like a SpongeBob and Patrick. Yeah, it does nothing. Let's move the town and put it over there. (laughs) It's like, it does nothing, and they go, at least we know now. (laughs) And we know know that's not plan A. Yeah. When that happens. Exactly. Yeah, uh, did you guys see like what was well, it? Oh no, don't look no up. after don't after, look up. Yeah, yeah, when they, they that's literally that just reminded me of like essentially Amazon just launching small bombs on the side <laughs> yeah. of the asteroid and let's see what happens and it did nothing. I'm sure this is the same. We're gonna crash a multi million dollar spacecraft and it's gonna do it's gonna move it. <laughs> it's gonna change where it hits the Earth by five miles. Now, yeah. like, here's, here's <laughs> the thing. Here's my thought. The 331 million dollar one doesn't work out well let's try to up those numbers boys 500 million dude if it's a bigger one, billion, one that costs more money one billion dollars <laughs> that's doing something it's gonna be huge 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 <laughs> the biggest you've ever seen <laughs> all right uh brie dizzle thanks for showing up first bust my first bust college kickers slash special teams okay um that take yours nope no um, <laughs> so I showed you guys yesterday. Yeah, that's, that's what I, thought I showed was. you guys yesterday. LSU's kicker um, gets his game tying <laughs> extra point blocked um, after a miraculous comeback. A goal line stand, 
to prevent going down by two touchdowns, even if they didn't fumble, it would have been at least a two-score game. Instead, the defense gets a fumble, gets the ball back. LSU goes on a fucking great run all the way down, scores at the buzzer, and then gets their extra point blocked. Bad look for your special teams. North Carolina State against East Carolina. East Carolina came back, tied the game with like they had a they had a pick. It was like East Carolina was down by like two touchdowns. Came back, tied you know, down by a touchdown, got a pick on North Carolina State's next drive, go down, score a touchdown, kicker misses the extra point about thirty feet to the left. <laughs> Just shanked the fuck out of it. Okay. Oh, no. North Carolina State gets the ball back. About a minute left. East Carolina's got two timeouts. North Carolina State runs the ball, gets like one yard, timeout, throws it on second down. <laughs> Incomplete. Third down, so East Carolina still has a timeout. Third down, run the ball again. Guy gets tackled out of bounds. East Carolina gets the ball back with a timeout, just under a minute left, marches down the field, gets into field goal range, kicker misses the game-winning field goal. <laughs> To the right this time. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to adjust for yeah. this one. Arizona blocked its own punt in the end zone for a safety. What? Nice. Oh, also East Carolina had a punt get blocked that North Carolina State recovered for a touchdown in that same game. So just college football is back, guys. <laughs> it's so back. You got just kids that don't know so, how to play so special So somebody teams. just backed up into the... It was punter? it was short range because it's in the, he was back, yeah, punting yeah. out of the back of the end zone and he just punted it off of a guy out the end zone. <laughs> right off the back of the head. helmet, <laughs> just a line drive punt <laughs> that would have gone about thirty five yards if it had not oh hit a guy. Uh, so yeah, just college kickers and special teams. It's back. Half of them don't know what they're doing. <laughs> uh, Love to see and it. this is what we expect it's every awesome. week. Nice. Uh, first. <laughs> Uh, my one and only bus is going to be Jordan Van Leuven. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Drafting Randall Cobb in the eighth round <laughs> before Alan Lazard. Um, That's the fourth receiver on the and, and no. No, no, no. It, it's, he's not a bus because he stole Randall Cobb from me in the eighth round. It's because nobody was going to draft Randall Cobb. I think Randall Cobb in all sixteen rounds is rostered in one percent of leagues. Yeah, and uh, but hey, dude, <laughs> and you, it's not as a draft pick. It's probably as like a pick free, agent. free agency. Yeah, uh, we, I'm gonna tell you right now, we could have done the the draft. I was, I was gonna do that league where it was gonna be just our teams. We still could. We still could. Um, and I'll throw the I throw the Jets in there so everyone actually has like a starting quarterback. I still don't think Randall Cobb will get drafted. He might, but like, well, now his fucking team in there. We got four just from him. Yeah, hey, take it easy, dude. <laughs> no, nah, fuck you, man. Uh, so yeah, no, absolutely, I agree with you, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, Timmy, third bust. Uh, third bust is going to be. Hold on, his name is Wild. Um, Siwon Kim. Okay, not Siwoo Kim. Don't get it twisted. So. Uh, at the first round of the Live Golf oh. in Boston, Siwon shot an 87. That is a plus 17 yeah, that's fine. in his opening round. It's a par 70? Yeah, a lot of professional courses are. Because they what, what, what a lot of courses will do is if they're a par 72, to make it harder for PGA Tour players, they'll take like the shorter par 5s and make them par 4s. Not uh, get fucked. <laughs> that, <that's fair. laughs> 
You're gonna have a fucking eight iron into it anyway. Oh, so. it's only oh, it's only five hundred <laughs> par four. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, plus seventeen. I feel like he would have done better than me, no doubt. But I could have got out there, shot like a ninety. He got paid how much money to yeah. do that? I would have gone out there, shot a ninety for free. I could have like been like, dude, let me just play with fucking like Cam Smith. Yeah, dude, I I would just love yeah, to just be. Let in me, his, just I, let okay. me drink. <laughs> yeah, like just let me drink. <laughs> Look, if I'm, if I'm doing bad, I'm gonna need some some birdie sauce. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, some of that birdie sauce. Yeah, I love it. Uh, All right. But yeah, that's terrible. All right, so I'll go with my last bust. Sticking with the theme of college football, uh, I already talked about LSU and their you know, poor special teams. It's Brian Kelly. Not because Brian Kelly decided not to go for two, which some people questioned. Mount the big comeback. People were like, why didn't you go for two? I don't question that decision. You, I expect my, my kicker to make an extra point. Yeah. Um, he's my, Brian Kelly's my bust because – Today had his press conference, you know, for after this game, after this week, uh, comes in. And I guess the media was all kind of late to the press conference. And he got mad at them and said some things. And a reporter responded with, maybe if you win, I'll be on time. <laughs> Absolutely roasted That's, him. You can't come back from that. <laughs> That's probably a 30-year student. <laughs> that was like, I guess I got to do this for my assignment this week. That was his, uh, like, your Starbucks. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm going to get mad at this. I'm going to get mad at everybody here, and I'm going to put them in their place. And everyone was like, we don't care. You suck. And he was like, fuck, man. I, thought I got paid so much money to be here. And no one respects me still. Ay, ay, yeah, ay. bust you, Brian Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Timmy, last bust. Uh, final bust is going to be me. Uh, ended off with a nice little banger. Uh, I was sitting on the couch today. With... Shit your pants? Nope. <laughs> no. Did not shit my pants. Logan <laughs> was really open. He was like, God damn it. Chad sent me that when fucking Jersey Jerry at Barstool shit his pants. Oh, I know. I saw that. Fucking stole my thunder. It was the day after I said that it story. Did. He shit it his was. pants. I was, was like, a... And it was so much worse than mine. Like, yeah. he did it on a train and his entire pants were covered in shit. <laughs> and then he posted like a pic, like a video with his pants. And I was like, I could never. That's. <laughs> No. Sorry, anyways. He, you're, he you're makes bust. a lot more money than... than so, I, yeah, if I got paid like he did, I'd do it. Yeah. Anyways, um, I was just sitting on the couch today uh, doing doing my notes for the podcast. Um, and, you know, Bogey, when you're sitting on the couch, he comes over and brings you balls. Mm-hmm. Kept tossing the ball. Um, and I was creaming it the entire time. So I'm, hook shots. I'm focused, you know? Skyhook. Um, I'm not very good at it, though. Um, and it hit the wall and bounced off and then broke one of uh, Jesse's vases. That means a lot to her. It's from her... Um, late aunt who will not be alive for much longer of her life. Um, so when we go down there, you'll see the pieces in the bag because just uh, that's what that was. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I just feel really bad. Um, said sorry to Jesse about a million times. Um, but yeah, that, that, it's me. It's me. Yeah. That, you just oh, that's rough. That's tough. Where 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 were you? I was sitting on the couch, okay, and then I tossed it, hit the corner of the Same wall, the and it bounced oh. underneath the TV, knocked over the vase, and it was like in slow motion. I saw it, and I was like, maybe it won't break. Yeah. <laughs> As it's falling? Yeah. yeah, yeah I, was, like, I was like, maybe? I was like, maybe, and then it just shattered <laughs> everywhere, like, and, I was like, and I was like, so we're going to try to super glue it, and I'll give you guys an update on that next week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, that's a, that's a sad one. All right, well... That wraps it up for episode 95. 
Uh, thank you guys, as always. Again, episode 96, we'll be back. It'll be just like last season. We're coming back with recaps of the games from the last week, making our new picks. Um, sports news will probably be a little bit more in-depth because we won't be going into everything, or we won't be going into anything else as like its own segment, so it'll all be sports news. Uh, probably be those three-hour episodes, and you guys like, love it. I was I like, yeah, yeah football recap takes on minutes. Yeah, the recap, and then we'll be making our next week's picks. We'll check in on standings. Go from there. Let you know. Let you guys know if we have decided on anything for punishments or if we need your help still. Uh, but thank you guys always for the support. We'll catch you guys next week. Yeah. See you guys next week. I'm excited. We're all excited. Yeah. See, sorry. Huh? What? See, see you guys on Friday. Yeah. 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 See you guys on Friday. We're gonna be live streaming the Madden games, and then also first two weeks. Um, next week we'll be recording on Wednesday. So so you guys know. Um, but still before that Thursday, so we can still make our accurate picks and everything like that. So yeah, Nick, thanks for tuning in for 96. And then, yeah. Yeah, and again, it'll be first two weeks for Madden. Yep. First two weeks of the season. Catch you guys next week, Friday.